Previously on J.N. Mitchell's The O.C. Podcast. We see those presents on the table. In the next scene, we see them on Ryan's bed. We never see him open them, and it drove me insane. Ra- Rachel, how do you feel about Seth Cohen? I mean, I am in love with him. He is my, <laughs> my dream man. The whole time you're just like, what does that fucking piece of paper say? <laughs> fucking great Stallone Stellar impression. Stallone. Is there anything that Peter Gallagher can't do? I'm listening classic. It's time for J.N. Mitchell's The O.C. Podcast. Happy New Year, everybody! Yeah, that's right. It is New Year's Eve in the O.C. this week. Uh, This is Jay and Mitchell's The O.C. Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything The O.C. My name is Mitchell. My co-host is Jay. Hi! There he is. And um, this week, we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 14 of the beloved television program, The O.C. The title of the episode is The Countdown. Ooh, why do you Five, think they call it that? Four, three, two, one. Mitchell, we are. Yeah. Well, it, I guess technically it happened halfway through the last episode, but we are officially halfway through season one of the OC. Wow, we did it. The halfway two mark. Two questions. Did you think we would stick with it this long? And did you. Two. Did you think that we would still be quarantined? Um, answer to number one. Yes, I think I, I at least was expecting us to get through season one, which is like 27 episodes, which is a lot. Now, I did not expect quarantine to last this long. I'm not going to lie. When When we were sent home from work... And they were like, you're going to work from home until the, the quarantine thing's over. I thought We thought it was going to be like two or three weeks tops. Right. <laughs> that was March. <laughs> this is now I was assuming September. at a certain point we would just watch these episodes together and like share popcorn. I know. And, and like slap each other on the back. Like, wasn't that a great joke? Just but- like old times. Yep. <laughs> I was really looking forward to, yeah, being in person doing this. I was looking forward to having guests on, like, in our little makeshift studio in my house and sitting around a table talking about it. However, <laughs> we are still recording over a Zoom meeting in our respective places, and our hair is down to our asses now. So long. So long. I, get, I, I think it grew faster in quarantine i don't know how (laughs) maybe it's the sedentary lifestyle that i've adopted i've uh yeah i've learned how to uh, do a number of different braids i don't know if you can notice in the zoom call uh, is that a french braid it's a a standard french wow Um, those are hard yeah especially like by i'm i live by myself i had to basically i had four different mirrors yeah set up so i could really like get get a good view on because you gotta it's gotta be tight can't have a loose french braid get the fuck out of here no man it's not french if it's loose (laughs) everyone knows that (laughs) that's like that's an american braid (laughs) 
Yep. It's loose. Um, all right. So, episode 14. How are we feeling about this one? I liked it. It. You seemed hesitant. We, we, well, we talked about this last episode. Speaking of, yeah, and, 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 uh, you did say that we didn't, you know, you thought we would have more guests. We have had a few guests and they've all been lovely, including last episode with Rachel, yeah. uh, doing the Chrismica episode with us. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to that one, you totally should. Cause it was great. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but we were introduced, uh, at the end of that episode to, uh, I can't think of anyone I hate more on this show than Oliver. And unfortunately it's not a, like a Donnie thing where he's just in one episode and then he's gone. Like this is essentially he has his story arc is beginning now. Yeah. And so I kind of went into this episode knowing that, and I liked it more than I thought I was going to, but it's still, it just, uh, there was a, a, a shadow of shit kind of covering this whole episode because it's <laughs> yeah. the Oliver era. He does get a lot of screen time. He does get a lot of lines. And I'm, once we start talking about Oliver, if you don't know what we're talking about, you will understand pretty quickly. <laughs> like, But at the same time, like, I wonder if you don't know about this character and you hear about him for the first time, if you are going to be like um, Marissa or Seth towards Oliver, you're going to be like, he doesn't sound so bad. Sure, he's a, he's a little troubled, but he sounds like a fine young man. There's something about the essence of this character when you watch him on screen and little, little things about this guy that are really off-putting and I tried to be detailed about it so that you can understand, <laughs> you, the audience, can understand what I'm talking about here uh, throughout this episode. But yes, Oliver's saga lasts, I think, about five episodes, including this one. And it's kind of, it's a rough ride because the whole time he's like gaslighting Ryan, essentially. Right. And, uh, and, and and I guess Marissa to an extent, but yeah, he's just a real kind of shady dude. <laughs> and the whole time you don't know if you can trust him or not. He, I, I think they wanted him to be this really like, I don't know, like, I, cause I was trying to watch this thinking like, what were they going for? Cause I don't think they, whatever it was, I don't think they hit it. I don't think it worked. And I was yeah. trying to think if they were going for him to be this like sort of like criminal mastermind, manipulative, like evil genius kind of guy. And because he, he kind of like he he uses like sort of like therapy techniques when he like asks Marissa questions about stuff that she says. But it like it's not like Hannibal Lecter doing it, which <laughs> granted, that's like one of the best examples of that type of character. But yeah. on the complete other end of that spectrum is this fucking guy. Like, right. He's like, just, uh, yeah, he's like a wannabe Hannibal Lecter. He's wearing a suit that is too big for him, literally, <laughs> in this episode. And I think that's kind of the perfect summation. It's like he's trying really hard to be this like super cool, 
like world traveled little fucking American psycho sociopath kid. <laughs> right. And yet all you want to do is punch him in the face. You can see right through him, essentially. Like maybe this is hindsight being twenty twenty. But I feel like from the jump, the first time I saw this kid, I was like, I don't trust him. I don't trust anything he's saying. I thought, when is Ryan going to punch this guy? Because right. I will if he doesn't. But Ryan's a better puncher than I am. So yeah. I would he's... like for him to do it. <laughs> if somebody's got a punch, it may as well be Ryan. Um, Mitchell! Yo. We forgot to play our game. We'll do it real fast. Let's hit it. That's all. Is Lynn Manuel Miranda? How tall is Lynn Manuel Miranda? Cool. <laughs> um, that's it. Just you. You just asking me straight up. Mitchell Hardage <laughs> from Atlanta, Georgia. Father of six. Sure. <laughs> Maybe. How tall? As of today. September 11th. Ooh. How tall is Lin Manuel? <laughs> How tall is Lin Manuel Miranda? And I feel bad because I just started laughing after I said September 11th. Uh, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he's become somewhat of a, an American hero, so maybe today is the right day to measure his height. Um, man, you know what? I'm not even gonna fuck around this week. Five foot nine, motherfucker. Ding, 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 ding. You nailed it. I needed a win. I needed a win. You you will come back next week as our returning champion yet again. Can anyone take this guy down? Challenge me. Watch the throne. Whatever that means. Yes, thank you. Thank you, everybody. It's a it's a hot streak. I don't know how long it'll last, but I'm gonna try to keep it up. All right, shall we dive in to episode yes. 14, the countdown? This episode was written by none other than our main man, Joshy Schwartzy, creator Joshy of the show. Joshy Schwartzy, man, is on Again, a roll. It's it's like he he does not delegate work well. What do you think, like? <laughs> People are bringing like drafts to him, like, here's what I think. And he'll just look at it and be like, no, 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 this is all wrong. (laughs) I assume there's a writer's room, but he's definitely running that room. And I'm not, I know it's like kind of weird the way that um, like unions work and stuff in the industry with writers, and you have to like credit certain people if they do a certain amount of work on a script as a co writer. But I, I think Josh, I think he just like, he's a writing machine, man. He's just, he's tearing it up in there. He's not directing any episodes, so he's able to just show, run, and write, which I feel like is achievable, especially if you're mm-hmm. as prolific as he is. Um, I think he went to Fox and he was like, I have an idea for a show. It takes place <laughs> in Orange County. It's a, a group of rich teenagers, and Fox is like, we'll buy it. And he's like, great, I have 28 episodes already written. I did a bunch of meth last week, <laughs> and I just I invented a holiday. Out. Yeah, I invented holidays. <laughs> I've got it all mapped out. First episode drops in September, and then we do episode 
13 is our Christmas episode, but it's not just Christmas, it's Christmaca. Then the following week, of course, New Year's. And they were just like, okay, this is Mr. making itself easy. Mr. Schwartz, Mr. Schwartz, you're sweating a lot. <laughs> He's like, I know, I haven't slept in three days. Um, it is weird that uh, this is, and I guess in terms of like how calendars work, we do get so many like holiday episodes, like just all one right after the other. Like yeah. we had, we had, you know, the episode about Luke's dad kind of sandwiched in between Thanksgiving and Christmaca. And yeah. now we got new year's and I'm like, yeah. one, when is the next holiday after that? Is it St. Patrick's day? Are they going to do a St. Patrick's oh, day? It's going to be, uh, it's going to be Valentine's day, I guess. Val- and they do do a Valentine's they, Of course. Day. Yeah. They they cover all the holidays, which again, I am furious that they didn't do a Halloween episode. <laughs> Absolutely livid about that. If they had gotten that fifth season, they yeah. definitely would have done one. I hope so. Um, so this one was directed by Michael Fresco, returning. Familiar name. Fresco! He- Oh, man, Fresco, he directed The Perfect Couple, episode 10, which was just a few episodes ago. Um, solid solid TV director. I think he does a good job with this. Um, so let's jump in with the previously on. This is a quick one. We get um, a little bit of the aftermath of the Christmas party where Marissa drank too much and they almost got arrested and Ryan got real mad. And then uh, we see you know jimmy saying that like marissa you got to go to therapy and then we cut to kirsten mentioning her sister i think in like episode six or something whenever caleb was introduced the Um, girlfriend the girlfriend yes it was one of the one of the earlier ones for sure um so now i'm thinking okay i guess i guess kirsten's sister might pop up again in this one and then we see fucking oliver who was introduced in uh (laughs) the last up oh i'll do my oliver impression yeah for the so we see him on the previously on and he's like marissa he sounds did you ever see gremlins (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah like he sounds like one of the gremlins not (laughs) gizmo not the cutie mogwai like the ugly, like Spike or something. <laughs> That's what he sounds yeah. like. It looks like. I feel like we're being too harsh on this actor. His but, voice does annoy me, but I don't. I think that's just that I hate the character so much. Everything and it's about not even, him annoys me. I don't even know if like another actor could have done a better job. I just like the character sucks. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess he, he he might be a great actor because he did such a good job getting us to hate this character. <laughs> so much um and then also in the previously on we get seth still having to choose between summer and anna still dragging that on even though he kind of decided that he wasn't going to choose either of them in the last episode this is still not over with so then we cut to the cohen's driveway it's nighttime usually we start with breakfast in the kitchen not this app it's nighttime. I was, I was going to ask you, is there, aside from the pilot where we start, you know, with Ryan and Trey uh, stealing a car mm-hmm. in Chino, is there any other episode that doesn't start like in the Cohen's house? Ooh. Uh, like inside? 
Yeah, I, I couldn't feel think like, of one. I feel like there's one, maybe the the one that's after Tijuana. And I know we we have a breakfast scene where everybody's bummed out, but I feel like that one starts with like Ryan in bed and it's nighttime and then it goes to the next morning, but I'm not positive. But that's still technically in the Cohen's house. Yes, you're right. right. Um but you know, after 13 eps, you got to mix it up a little bit. So I like, it's it's yeah. a very like unimportant thing, mm-hmm. but because we've spent so many hours picking the show apart i was just like wait a minute what are we doing we're in their driveway and it's nighttime i was so what confused what show is this <laughs> i was so confused um so yeah ryan and marissa are getting home from seeing master and commander and they use content they don't say it but they use context clues to to hint at that which i thought was a really interesting choice <laughs> marissa, marissa said she did not like the three-hour movie about boats and Ryan is quick to correct her. <laughs> They're ships. They're called ships, and I liked it. And I liked it. He loved it. <laughs> I um I I worked at, when when that movie came out. We were in high school, and I worked at a movie theater. And I all I can think of. I never saw the movie, but whenever I hear Master and Commander come up, I just think of I was standing outside the theater. Um, Cause I would, I was an usher. I would like clean up after, you know, the, the credits were done. And I remember standing by the, the exit and this like older couple walked out and the man, uh, the older man just like let out this huge sigh. Oh, and I, and I didn't know why I it, like, it stuck with me for like hours. I was like, was he like, glad it was over or did it like make him think a lot about like choices he's made in life like what was that sigh about yeah was he like was he just like exhausted from the experience and he was just like fucking long movie he might have fallen asleep yeah he was just yawning (laughs) (laughs) you're like really reading into this yawn (laughs) he's like i'm just sleeping sir before you go i have a few things i want to ask why the sigh? He's like, what are you talking about? That was sleepy. That's a very sleepy movie in there. <laughs> um, So yeah, Ryan loves Master and Commander. Great little bit of detail on his character there. Um, I would say Marissa is kind of putting her foot in her mouth all over the place in this scene. Because <laughs> Ryan's like, you know, it's been a good year. Because they're talking about, you know, it's the day before New Year's Eve. So they're talking about like how the year's been. And Ryan's like, it's been a good year. And Marissa's like, oh yeah, it was a real great year. My parents got divorced. My dad's a criminal. I OD'd. <laughs> she kind of laughs off her OD like it's a funny thing. I'm just like, yeah. oh, what? And then Ryan's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I was, I meant for me because I'm not like living in poverty anymore. And I have a family that loves me and doesn't want to fight me all the time. And she's like, it was, oh, yeah, of course, you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Kiss. Hug. Kiss. I, I love you. <laughs> I was like the last couple holidays. Ryan's been like the bummer. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's like Thanksgiving was was tough for my family. Christmas. I don't have a lot of good Christmas memories. But the fact that he was like, it's been a good year. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was it was nice that. Uh, yeah. And then Marissa was the was the downer of the scene. It was like, here's all the bad things that happened to me. Yeah, real great year, Ryan. 
I think it's because like Christmas and Thanksgiving, those are holidays that are kind of all about tradition. And New Year's is like a very forward looking holiday. It's like, what's the future hold? Like what's what's on the horizon? And I think Ryan Ryan's the type of guy who likes to look forward because his past is so so sad and messed up. So yeah, I I get why he's why he's excited about the new year and this future. Um yeah. so Marissa wants to go to a New Year's Eve party. She's like, What do you want to do for New Year's? There's this party, this party. And Ryan's kinda like he brings up the, you know, the Christmas incident where she was like super drunk and belligerent. And Marissa's like, hmm, Christmas. I, I don't really remember. It was all kind of a blur. Kidding. <laughs> We're just like, dude, that is not okay to joke about. <laughs> not a, don't don't make jokes, Marissa. It's not your strength. No, no. Ryan's just barely able to make a joke every once in a while. <laughs> uh, stay in your lane. Um so Ryan's like, I just want to stay in. I want to make sure that like you're safe because you know, you're you're in a pretty vulnerable place right now and um they kiss and then marissa drops and i love you and, and then you, and then the music goes boo <laughs> record scratches <laughs> and ryan's eyes get really wide and ryan such stops a, kissing amazing her. like musical cue just like boo, boo. <laughs> oh no <laughs> So Marissa says, I love you. Ryan says, Thank you. Mm. <laughs> Damn, Which I doggy. feel like is it's it's a thing in a lot of uh like sitcoms and TV shows about teenagers is the like when one person says I love you and the other person is like, uh Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I uh <laughs> Yeah, he really you know, he's he's putting his foot in his mouth. Um So there there's a really awkward kind of like kiss goodbye. Oh shit, this is not good. Ryan goes to the pool house and he's kinda of talking to himself. He's like, I love you. He's like, Wow, why is how is how hard is that to say? Come on, Ryan. And then you hear a voice coming from the bathroom off screen, and it's a female's voice, and she says, Saying it's easy. Meaning it? Now that's the hard part. And then a boom, like 20 something girl emerges from the bathroom wearing Ryan's tank top and her underwear. <laughs> and no she's pants. brushing her teeth. No pants. And, um, and Ryan's just kind of like, uh, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Who are you? Oh, wait. So she's brushing her teeth like while she's saying that and then she walks from the bathroom with her toothbrush still in her hand and then like throws it on the counter (laughs) the toothbrush (laughs) the used toothbrush which was very strange and uh i it it made me like i don't i'm not i'm not like a big germaphobe or anything but the idea of like bristles touching oh yeah like and a counter, like, that's not even a, a place where, where toothbrush... It wasn't the counter in the bathroom. It was, like, the kitchen counter. That's not where toothbrushes go. She's an animal. Who is this girl? <laughs> and you know that was Ryan's toothbrush. Like, she didn't even have her own clothes. She had oh, to shit. borrow his shirt. Yeah, she's a monster. <laughs> so, 
um we find out that um she well she claims that this is her pool house and ryan disagrees he says no actually this is mine you're wearing my shirt we quickly realize this is friggin Haley. this is kirsten's sister that was mentioned in we the heard mention of just briefly in the previously on just enough for me to be like aha yes that's who that is she has a sister she be- she does go uh she goes who the hell are you and he goes um it's a long story it's a long he gets she gets that answer a lot which you know they're not wrong it's it is a long story but well, it's also I, one that, I bring that up because oh I know it's why coming, you bring that it's up. It's coming up soon again. <laughs> and we get... love that shit. There are so many callbacks in this episode. So many! And I can't wait to <laughs> reveal them all to you. <laughs> uh, you might have to help me out, though. I don't know if I caught them all. There were a lot. Okay. So, yes. Uh, Kirsten's sister, Haley. She's the wild one. She just kind of showed up unannounced. She boots Ryan to the couch. She's she's not making a great first impression. She's very bossy, uh, very controlling. She she kicks Ryan out of his own pool house. He goes to the couch, and then He's, she says the the couch the the living room couch is pretty comfortable. And we have established they have guest rooms. They have. Why guest does Ryan rooms? sleep on the couch? Why indeed? I don't know. Maybe because the guest room. It shares a wall with Sandy and Kirsten's bedroom, and they they just like they just have sex all night. So all night, <laughs> every night. <laughs> um. So then we go to the credits, the opening credits, and this is where they change. We add Melinda Clark, Julie Cooper, and we add Rachel Bilson finally to the intro yep. credits. Um, so the, the song's extended a little bit. We get a, one more California. We get one more of those in there. Um, and, uh, I think they inserted some new clips of the other characters like Jimmy and stuff, but, um, Luke's still in there. I haven't really seen him in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Luke, uh, not in this episode, either, but neither is, uh, Melinda Clark. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. She gets mentioned though. They're like, oh, she's, she and Caleb are in paris or something yeah um so then we come back from credits and we're in the cohen's living room it's the next morning um can i just say that i love that all the christmas decorations are still up like i feel like a tv show will do their christmas episode and then the next episode it's like christmas never happened it's like everything's right everything's back to normal but this is like you know a few days after christmas so like everybody else yeah all your christmas shit is still up and I just like that little touch of set deck that they that they did there. It was great. Also, yeah. I don't know when Christmas technically ends. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's still true. Be going. I guess it changes every year, like because Hanukkah's on a, at a different time every year. Right. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Seth comes downstairs. Uh, he sees Ryan on the couch. Ryan mentions that Haley is here. She's in the pool house. She booted him to the couch. And Seth's like stoked. He likes Aunt Haley. I guess she's fun. And Haley's here? Yay! Um, Seth enters the kitchen and Sandy and Kirsten are sitting in a chair together doing a crossword puzzle together and because they're adorable. And um, Seth mentions that Haley's here and Kirsten kind of freaks out. She's like, why? 
And Sandy's like, well, she's either run out of money or she's run out of money. And then Seth says, three-letter word for hilarious, dad. Write that dad. down. She probably is out from out of money, though, for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just a good little moment. Good little Seth moment. Um, so, yeah. So, then, then uh, like, Ryan gets up. He's, he's in the kitchen and whole family's in there. And then Haley enters, still wearing the tank top underwear combo like it's it was so strange to me that she's kind of like flaunting (laughs) flaunting her stuff in front of her family like i I didn't understand yeah it's it's this weird like you know there's a thing about like being a free spirit but this feels different than that this doesn't feel like a Oh, I, you know, I I don't have anything but the clothes on my back and a song in my heart. It's just like, it just felt like, yeah, like some kind of like, I don't know, very like, <laughs> it was weird. It's very it was strange. Weird. It, like, I had the thought that she like woke up and she got out of bed and she looked at a pair of pants and then she said, nah, fuck it. I'm just going to walk out I, there. I wondered if she even brought any because we haven't seen her wear any yet. <laughs> She came all the way from Nicaragua with uh, no pants. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, so uh, she Haley enters, and uh, Kirsten makes Seth give her his robe uh, so that she's she not goes, robe like, her, robe, robe her. her. <laughs> He's just kind of like reluctantly gives up his robe. Um, and then they all give her a hug because <laughs> Seth was like, Seth was like. I'll hug you when you're properly clothed. <laughs> so she gets the robe on. They all give her a hug. Uh, Kirsten and Sandy go to make up the guest room for her because they're so accommodating and they're so lovely. And um, so Haley hasn't seen Seth since puberty, apparently, and is like weirdly interested in his sex life. She's like, so what kind of like, who's your girlfriend? Who are you kissing on at midnight and stuff? And again, I'm just like, What's going on with Aunt Haley? Like she's she's being a little overtly sure. Okay, there's a there's a there's a line between like free spirit and like pervert, and she's like she's walking that tightrope right now. It's <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, she mentions that Ryan dropped a thank you when Marissa said "I love you" per their conversation last oh, night. Wait. Yeah. Uh, she goes. Because uh, cause Seth is like, check it out. I got chest hair. Oh, yeah. He kind of and reveals she, and, uh, his chest hair to her. And she goes, yeah. And a new friend. And he, and then this is where Seth goes, yeah, that's Ryan. He's a, it's kind of a long story. Call, call back. back. And that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ryan. Drop it, market. Market. Love it. Thank you for catching that one. That was one that I missed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for him, and I think between the two of us, uh, I doubt we missed a single one this episode. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I missed that one, and then I was like, Phew, I gotta step up my callback game. <laughs> I watched this episode five times to make sure I got them all. You're like watching it in slow motion. You're like, was that it? Was that it? The way that he picked up that fork, is that, was that it? I get two in my head about it. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure Seth said okay earlier in this episode. <laughs> is okay a callback? Um, 
so yes, yeah, so yes, Haley gets properly introduced to Ryan, the long story, <laughs> and uh, yes, then she mentions that Ryan dropped a thank you when Marissa said, I love you to him, and to which Seth says, well, I guess we'll all be staying in tonight, watching Carson Daly and the ball drop, two images that should not be used in the same sentence. Bookmark that one. <laughs> Uh, and then uh so then we cut over to the therapy waiting room marissa is also yeah. carson daly uh is the butt of so many jokes in he this really episode. is and i think it's i think i i think at the time i thought it was unfair because i was like <laughs> carson daly's not that bad like he's just kind of like um he's like a very neutral host experience you know like he's not a big personality but he can do his job and he can do it fine yeah I remember when he hosted TRL, he like painted his fingernails black for a little while. And I was like, whoa, Carson Daly making edgy. a statement here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a little edgy these days. Um, yeah. And then he got that I, huge I, back I did, tattoo I did of feel a bad. flaming cross. Oh, oh what? <laughs> Just kidding. We love I you, did Carson. feel I did feel bad that he was the butt of these jokes and uh, that I Googled. I was like, what's Carson Daly doing now? He's the host of The Voice, so he's yep. doing fine. Oh yeah, he's had a he's had a very uh reliable career <laughs> as this kind of like on-screen personality or lack thereof. I don't know what's appealing about him, but nevertheless. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. Um so yeah, then we cut over to the therapy w- waiting room. Marissa is exiting from her uh, session and fucking Oliver is sitting there uh, waiting to go in, reading a magazine, trying to act like an adult. Um, he immediately starts asking her about her New Year's resolutions and what she's doing tonight, because I guess this is New Year's Eve now. And Marissa says that she's you know just staying in. Oliver invites her to his party at the Four Seasons Hotel. At he the has a house. He, he has an invitation in his jacket pocket. Like oh, ready it was to go. ready to go. He it probably had her name on it. Like <laughs> he went there to see this. Like I'm already thinking. Like does this kid even like see a therapist here, or does he just show up because he knows that Marissa's going to be here? Well, you know that's what, what we were. We were saying last episode is like he was in the waiting room and then like when the door opened up, he was like, that one's for you. Like, and then in this one, he's sitting there waiting. And then like when she is leaving and he he like stands up and like gives her the invitation, I feel like he probably left right after she did. Like he (laughs) had his jacket on. She's like he starts to walk out behind her, and she's like, "Wait, weren't you waiting on an appointment?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Um, right. I just <laughs> I forgot something in my car. <laughs> like the invitation said, uh, uh, "Real New Year's Eve party tonight." It's real. It's a real New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Actual. There will be people there. People will this be isn't there. A setup. <laughs> I'm not gonna um like take your skin off and wear it like a. <laughs> like a skin suit i promise it's a real new year's eve party come on you gotta believe me um so <laughs> so marissa's like yeah we might come and he's like oh you're gonna bring a friend she's like my boyfriend ryan and then he quickly 
gives his fake ass girlfriend a name. He's like, oh yeah, my girlfriend's going to be there too. Natalie, that's her name. <laughs> that is definitely the name of my girlfriend. She's and, she's five foot seven, uh, brown hair. She's a she's, model. She likes. She's a model. She likes to swim. Um, <laughs> her birthday is uh, March twenty third. She's like, why are you telling me all this? Yeah. He's like, because she's real. Because she's, she's real, a real and I swear. And I like, obviously, I wouldn't know all this stuff about her if she wasn't real. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> so Marissa's kind of like, okay, maybe, yeah, we might, we might come by, but you know, we have plans, whatever. And then he keeps trying to sell it to her. He's like, and I'm like, dude, chill out. Like you're. You're kind of being a little overzealous here. He says, um, there'll be veggies there, because Marissa was like, my New Year's resolutions to eat more veggies or whatever. He's like, there'll be veggies, no painkiller, <laughs> sorry, no painkillers, <laughs> to which I was like, yikes, like the thing that Marissa tried to OD on, you're like just kind of lightly throwing a joke in there about that. And then he says, there'll be, there'll be chips and dip. And Marissa's like, well, as long as there's dip. And I'm like, what the fuck? are you talking about <laughs> this scene is terrible what is the another thing comment? that sucks about the the thing that sucks about the oliver era is that there's so many scenes between oliver and marissa and they're all just like nobody's kind of taking the lead there's no like there, there there's no like connection or anything it's just like two people talking to walls it's <laughs> it's really like painful to get through you're right <laughs> the dialogue between them oh okay so let's get out of here let's go over to sandy and kirsten's bedroom <laughs> um kirsten's bringing up Haley. or uh, so like Haley's going through kirsten's closet like just like fucking probably like throwing all her clothes on the ground or whatever <laughs> just because she has no you know uh manners and um, she's like what are all of these long uh shirts without room for your head and kirsten's like those are pants and she's, she's like, like pants how do you show off your underwear with these <laughs> really long shirts i don't get it um kirsten's uh bringing Haley kind of up to speed on all the goings on in newport basically recapping like all the big milestones for the adults in the uh the you know the last semester or season half season or whatever we want to call it she's giving uh, her a previously on yeah Really, it was really nice. So she's saying, like, you know, uh, our dad is dating Julie Cooper. Julie and Jimmy are divorced, and Jimmy's a criminal. Yada yada. Can I just say, I didn't think Haley reacted strongly enough to that. To so Julie dating, like, yeah, Caleb. dad's dating Julie Cooper, and she goes, "Really?" She's like, eh, "Whatever." Like, I really don't <laughs> think. I think she's kind of checked out. Like, she doesn't. She really doesn't care about Caleb no. that much. Um. So, uh, Haley's going through, yeah, Kirsten's closet and she's grossed out by a sweater from Talbot's. I'm like, Ooh, good Talbot's burn. And then Kirsten's like, it was a gift. Earmark that one too. (laughs) Um, so then Sandy enters and he's in his, his board shorts and he's about to go surfing. He's looking for his sunglasses. So he and Kirsten kind of like read each other's minds as they go through their New Year's Eve plans. You know, they love each other. So and they've been married for a while. So yeah, this, that that happens. Um, Sandy Sandy does go. Um, 
you know, are we still going to, to dinner tonight? And she's like, yeah, what time should we go? And he goes, I don't know. And they both go, or he goes, what time should I make the reservation for? And then, and then they both say eight at the same time, mm-hmm. which I have never made a reservation at a restaurant for New Year's Eve, but I imagine you got to do that like before the day of, right? <laughs> well, not like at it, the arches. It's been, well, that made me think like Sandy knows the owner and like Probably, he just has yeah. to call and be like, hey, Greg, Sandy Cohen. Well, my wife and I would like to get a table at eight. And he's like, sure. And then they like walk through the kitchen, like in Goodfellas. Oh yeah. I imagine like Sandy, like got the owner off a DUI or something. And the owner was just like, dude, Sandy, thank you so much. Like anytime you need a table. And now it's been like five years since that happened. (laughs) And Sandy keeps calling him up on New Year's Eve being like, you got a table for me. And the guy's like, fuck, I really regret. Like I would have just taken the DUI. Like, I really hate having to accommodate this guy last minute. <laughs> like, he's just... like, sure thing, Sandy, what time? And he's like, I was thinking eight. And you're like, the most busy time for a restaurant? Okay, mm-hmm. sure thing, Sandy, mm-hmm. anything for you. Goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, how could you be mad at Sandy? He's the no. best. Uh, so then, um, so they say that they're going to, yeah, they're going to get dinner at the Arches and then go home to watch Dick Clark and the ball drop. And Kirsten says, two images that should never be in the same sentence. Callback! And that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ron. Mark it. Marking it. Um, yeah, let's get ready, guys. It's, it's, about to, it's about to heat up on the callback front. Um, Wait, so hey, these are... Yeah. These are good, and, and the, the best ones are the ones like this where, like, the other person has no idea. Like she has no idea that Seth just said essentially the same thing. Yeah. Like an hour ago. She wasn't That's, in the room. It's my it's favorite great. kind of callback. Yeah. The ones where it's just like, you know, like you truly are your mother's son because you guys like have the same brain. <laughs> it's fun. And you're going to make a balls joke about New Year's Eve. Like Dick Clark's balls. I like how Seth was like the Carson Daly version, where it was like the the like MTV generation version, and then uh, and then Kirsten was like Dick Clark, like the uh, the older gen the Gen X version or whatever. Who hosts it now? Probably Ryan Seacrest or somebody. I don't know Seacrest. For, he seems like the same age as Carson Daly, but I guess he's for I don't know. He's probably still working though. I don't know. Who would you have host New Year's Eve? You could pick anybody. Like, just anybody. Probably Vladimir Guerrero, former right fielder <laughs> for the Montreal Expos. He just hits uh, home runs with no batting gloves on. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking clobbers that ball at midnight. Dude. Knocks it out of the park. They're like, three, two, one. He goes, <laughs> just <laughs> No New Year. <laughs> I'd love it if um, Werner Herzog was hosting New Year's Eve. Everybody's like partying and he's just like, one more year we edge closer to the inevitable demise of humanity. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this guy knows how to party. <laughs> Celebrating the passing of time seems 
bittersweet. <laughs> it seems almost cruel that we would do this to ourselves, but man does nothing but hurt himself. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. <laughs> we'll make some phone calls. We'll get we'll get old Werner in there. Well, clearly, we need Werner Herzog and Vladimir Guerrero to host New Year's Eve together, and God. I don't know why we aren't producing the New Year's Eve show every year, because we clearly know what the people want. We might have to put this podcast on hold so that we can, <laughs> uh, so that we can get to work on that. I uh, think Steve Harvey hosts it now. He hosts oh, everything. yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Steve Harvey. Um, so... So yeah, so so Sandy and Kirsten are like super clicking and they love each other and Haley's like really like grossed out by this. <laughs> so she's kind of she kind of dares Kirsten to not be boring tonight. She's just like, "Oh, you guys are so married." And then uh so she invites Kirsten and Sandy to a party <laughs> that she's not going to that yeah, they don't like, know I- anything about. She's like, I I heard about this party that's going on. See, this is Haley like was in like scheming this whole time. Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, she's she's like, we'll find out that her whole her whole plan is to just get everybody out of the house so she can have a big party. But I'm just like, you show up the the night before New Year's Eve and you think you can pull this shit off? And to her credit, she does but i'm just like damn the the balls on this woman it's impressive you can see them because she's not wearing any pants uh two images that should uh never be in the same (laughs) sentence and that's what they call a callback in comedy ron so um okay so uh i'm wrestling classic wait that's not right i'm losing my mind so (laughs) so yeah kirsten accepts the dare she's like we're not boring we'll go to your party Sandy, you want to go to a party? Sandy's like, oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> so then we, um, oh, right. So this is the, sh- we Schwartz cut because Kirsten asks Sandy if he wants to go to the party. And then we like smash cut to Ryan being like, I don't want to go to a party. Who's Oliver? We're in the pool house now with Ryan and Marissa. Marissa says, oh, Oliver, he's this dude from therapy. And then uh, she mentions that there will be dip there. And Ryan's kind of like, so? And Marissa's like, sorry, it's an inside joke. How is that an inside joke? <laughs> she doesn't know what a joke is. It's, oh, oh, that's right. It's clearly <laughs> what she meant was, that was something I said to Oliver. <laughs> At one point. And now I'm repeating it. And it's hilarious. Because dip. Because mm. dip. I'm like, what did what does that mean, dip? I don't know. I don't get it. Um, Ryan immediately is like, you can't hang out with Oliver anymore. Yeah, if you're making inside jokes like that, this guy's trouble. Like, explain the like most inside jokes you can't explain. It could it might be a long story like Ryan, but you can explain it. Like, explain yeah. the dip thing to me because I don't get it. <laughs> Plus, I mean, and granted, Ryan is you know a tough set like he's you gotta work to get ryan to laugh about Mm. something but i i doubt that even dane cook could make (laughs) the the dip inside joke funny to ryan uh yes the great dane cook (laughs) i almost said louis ck but is dane cook still okay (laughs) 
I don't know, man. Like he had some bits, even like when he was at the height of his popularity. I was just—he's like, you know, when you're cheating on your girlfriend and you're trying to get the smell of pussy <laughs> off you. I'm just like, dude, ew, no, I don't know what you're talking about, Dane. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he pulled a Louis or anything in that realm. But he seems like maybe kind of a scumbag. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. It, did you notice in this scene it just looked like Ryan was just like f- taking clothes off of the ground and throwing them into a chair? Yeah, like, what was what? he doing? Like, I don't packing? know. <laughs> Where was he going? Laundry? I don't, but like, who does laundry like that? He's just like throwing them in a chair. Whatever. Um, so Marissa's like, I'm going. I'm going to Oliver's party. Ryan, you are welcome to come. Aha, a challenge because you didn't say I love you. Now you have to fight for her affection so she's going mm-hmm. to the party and ryan's like shit now i'm between a rock and a hard place kind of um so then we cut over to the cohen's game room it's it's later that night seth and ryan are playing you know that one video game that they always <laughs> play <laughs> they have to be so fucking good at that video game at this point I know. they've put in so many hours they Think have about, to be like, so good at it how much time has passed like the first time we saw him playing that video game, it was summer, mm-hmm. and now it's it, now it's December thirty first. They've been playing seasons. Could seasons you imagine playing a video game that much? And it Unreal. doesn't even look like Skyrim. It's not this open world thing. Yeah, <laughs> like or a, like Rocket League, where game. you like you know, it's like a sports game or anything. No, it's like a you're a samurai, <laughs> and you're just like cutting people up. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Uh, so, um, Ryan feels conflicted. Uh, he feels kind of threatened by this Oliver character. Just then Sandy and Kirsten enter. They look great, by oh, the way. They are looking They do. Oh my God. They amazing. look amazing. Yeah. Like they would be the bell of the ball at a swingers party. <laughs> Which they I would, are. I would, I would fuck either of them at that swingers party. <laughs> like, so it's, it's like a strictly a, a guy girl thing or... How are we? How does this work? How does my first work? party? I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're ready for dinner. Seth mentions that you know Marissa said I love you to Ryan, and Sandy's like, "Well, what'd you say back?" This and, is yeah. This whole exchange is my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah. Like, uh, Seth, I I wrote Seth goes. Uh, they're like, "Well, we're going to dinner and then going to a party. Do you guys need anything?" And and Seth goes, Ryan needs a tear in the space-time continuum so <laughs> yeah. he can go back and tell Marissa that he loves her. Great joke. Hey, Marissa, that was a joke. Now that's that was- a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then Kirsten very sweetly goes, Marissa said she loves you? And, She's so excited. And then, and, then, uh, and Sandy goes, well, what did you say back? And Seth goes, thank you. And Ryan's and then- like... Thank you. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I said thank you. <laughs> and Sandy goes, Well, that was polite. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's just the four of them. This whole yeah. thing was so perfect. Oh, man. oh, I but it doesn't it. stop there because they go to take their leave and Seth goes, Love you guys. And Sandy goes, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a very immediate callback. And that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ryan. Mark it. <laughs> Uh, so play good, the, yeah. Play the sound drop a little faster since not much time has passed. So it'll be like, oh, yeah. that's what they call a callback. Yeah, I'll speed that one up. 
<laughs> um, yeah, these these moments are my absolute favorite in this show when it's just the family, and it's like there's there's a conflict, but it's nothing dire or grave or like super serious. It's like, oh, Marissa said I love you to Ryan, and he said thank you back. Like that's kind of like it's a light conflict, and it's right. one that we can we can definitely get through. But like we're gonna have some fun with it, and yeah, the 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 chemistry between all of these actors is like off the charts, fantastic, love it. There was a there was a genuine like when another and these are my my favorite moments uh, when Sandy's like, well, what did what'd you say back? And they say thank you, and Sandy goes, well, that was polite, and it cuts back over to Seth, and it looks like Adam Brody genuinely like broke. For a yeah. second, and then he kind of goes like, "That's what I said." Yeah, but you can did. tell he's kind of losing it. It's fucking amazing. It's yeah. so good, so good, so genuine. Um, so uh, then we go to the hallway with Sandy and Kirsten. They're walking down the hallway. Haley enters, and she's like, "You guys look hot." And then, which she's not wrong. Haley kind <laughs> of she kind of hurries them out the door. She's just like, "All right, you don't want to be late. Let's go, let's go." And Kirsten's reasonably suspicious sandy's not he's just like okay we'll go have fun bye <laughs> we're going to the arches i'm gonna get chicken fingers <laughs> um yeah it's a special night so they exit and then we go back to the game room and Haley enters and then now she's trying to get ryan and seth out of the house um and she like she she does she's like super manipulative. She paints this like very vivid picture of Marissa hooking up with Oliver and like the whole countdown thing. She's like ten, nine, everybody's this seems looking like around. The um Eight, seven. the actor. Yeah. Um when when she was auditioning for this role. Yeah, these this are is, the sides. This was the audition like monologue that she had to do. Oh, definitely. And, and she I did mean, great. She I, did a good job, yeah. <laughs> And like yeah so she's like she does this whole countdown from 10 thing where she's just like three two who's she gonna kiss ryan one and then then she drops like uh you know the way you spend new year's eve is the way you'll spend the rest of the year it just kind of makes it this like really ominous kind of like mystical thing yeah she says she goes you know they say the way you spend New Year's Eve is the way you'll spend the whole year. And I thought, do they say that? Who is they? <laughs> I've never heard that. But then, we'll, and we'll, we'll get to it, because Summer says the same thing. And I thought, yeah. oh, I guess they do say that if mm-hmm. two people on the show said it. I, yeah, well, I think it's I think it's mostly Schwartz trying to cram as many callbacks into one episode as possible. <laughs> Maybe. Schwartz. You went all out on this one. Uh, so she gets to Ryan. It like smash cuts to Ryan and Seth all dressed up, <laughs> ready to go out. And then... Uh, and it, she says, you, you guys, guys look, look hot. hot. And that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ryan. Callback. God, so Market. many. So many, dude. Love it. <laughs> so now she's trying to hurry them out the door. And, 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 and we as the audience are thinking, what's she up to? What's going on? What's going on here? Why is she why is she wanted the house all to herself? She's wearing pants. This isn't like her. This is weird. Who um, is this? And then, and then, as soon as Ryan opens the door, it's like 
some maniac pops a bottle of champagne, sprays it all over the place, and then a horde of people just start filing into the house. One million people. Who <laughs> were just hanging out in the driveway, I guess. I, they all came at the exact same time. They all showed up they, at the exact same time. They waited by the front door for somebody to open it. <laughs> they're as they're walking in, they're popping champagne bottles like they just won the World Series. Yeah, they're just shaking them up out in the drive. They're like, they better open the front door soon because this champagne bottle can't last much longer. <laughs> it's all foam at this point. I've shaken it so much. Literally everybody is spraying champagne all over the place and knocking shit over. It is it is maybe Well no, because Sandy and Kirsten had a reservation for eight. So it is like seven PM and seven, seven thirty at the latest. <laughs> these people started New Year's Eve at noon. Like they're all at a ten and a half right now. And oh, it's yeah. seven PM. They're cranked up and i'm like who are these animals like some guy walks in he's like moving a table and like there's a lamp it just falls on the floor and breaks he doesn't give a shit he just keeps moving the table he's like we need a dance floor <laughs> it's insane dude I'm like who are these animals i look man i have never been much of a partier uh but i looked at these people and i thought like Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Maybe like that's how you're supposed to go. Because I'm always kind of uncomfortable at parties. But maybe if I went in with this energy, yeah, I'd be fine. Yeah, just go walk in like you own the place, and you really don't give a shit about the things you own. It was it was comically ridiculous. Yeah, how, it was so and it, yeah, over the top. They all got there at the same time. <laughs> it blows my mind. I can't. I can't uh uh overstate it enough. Like it's 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 it was it was ridiculous. Anyway, so then we cut to the four seasons elevator. Is this our art shot? Because the I I like this shot. We're coming back from commercial now and we open on a two shot of Marissa and Summer, but they look it looks a little hazy and you're kinda like That's what's going on? Right? Yeah, I was like, they look kind of weird. And yeah. then you realize it's, and then you the, re- it's the doors to the elevator. And then they open, and then you see the, the hallway and the party, and then they walk in from, from off camera, and you're like, oh, that was a clever shot. I yeah. like that And shot. it kind of like follows them a little bit. And then yeah. it cuts to like a shot where, you know, their camera's in front of them, like mm-hmm. showing their faces. But yeah, I uh, we, we don't have an artsy shot drop, but if we did, <laughs> I think that's where it would go. Art shop drop. Arm wrestling classic. I think it's let's do a arm wrestling classic. Because <laughs> I, I already cut that and I like it so much. So it's the new yeah. art shot drop. So um, they're going to the party. It's summer Marissa. Um, uh, Marissa's kind of hesitant. And then summer is like, Coop, the way you spend New Year's Eve is the way you'll spend the rest of the year. Callback market. That. And that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ron. Yeah. Callback market. That's what they say. Um, Summer mentions Seth. She's obviously still kind of hung up on him. They get in the party and they see Anna. And they're like, Anna. Yeah. This is important. This is very to, important. Because and I, this, this made me have a million questions. A million questions, a lot of anxiety. 
and everybody seems to just kind of brush it off in the show. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, Anna, they're like, Anna, what are you doing here? And Anna's like, my parents are friends with the parents of the guy throwing this party. And Marissa's like, oh, so you know Oliver. And Anna says, who? <laughs> Record scratch. <laughs> what? So let's back it up. Let's back it up to the therapy waiting room. Oliver says, I'm throwing a party. Here's the invitation. <laughs> um, and Marissa's kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe we'll show up. Smash cut to the actual party. Anna says, I know the person throwing this party. It is not Oliver. She doesn't even know who Oliver is. Okay. And then Oliver enters quickly and he grabs Marissa. He doesn't say anything to Anna. Anna doesn't recognize him. And then he and Marissa run off. I'm like, this is a red flag. And then I start to think like, is Oliver even real? Is he like a ghost? (laughs) I thought that too. But at the end of the episode, when Summer like walks past him, they make eye cut, like they look at each other. That was, that was the thing where I was like, oh, okay. Also, they all talk to him, like not in this episode per se, but in future. No, yeah. It's also, it's also this thing of like, he, they, with with what we've seen from him so far in this scene, it's really easy to go like, oh shit, he's like pretending all of this. Yeah, but you can't trust him. But like the the writing kind of and you know me, I'm I I love Josh Schwartz. I don't mean to question his writing, but it's very inconsistent with like this, like what we know about him so far, because mm-hmm. in an episode or two. He's like, yeah, I know Rooney. Do you guys want to go to the show? And so you you would think with all of this that we know about him right now, you'd be like, he doesn't really know Rooney. Know There's no way. Rooney? Yeah. But he does. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, what's up, Oliver? So it's like, he's okay, some of the shit that he says is real, I guess, but a lot of it isn't. What, yeah. It's it's very strange. You're right. It, it's back and forth because, yeah, the whole, the whole, we as the audience right now, we're thinking like, oh, this kid's full of shit. Like, yeah. He, he he doesn't. There's no Natalie. He, like he's not throwing this party. Like he nobody, murdered whoever threw this party. Oh my god. Oh my god. What a monster. That would have been a cooler story. They should have just went full like yeah. But crazy instead, person. like as soon as we start to like reach our threshold of bullshit, he like comes in and he's like actually knows Rooney. Actually takes them to like the Palm Springs or whatever in like the next episode. Like. So he does have money, but like and, you never see his parents, you never see his girlfriend. And when and this is jumping way far ahead. That's but okay. Like, I mean, it's Oliver. The uh, the when the like the the receptionist at the hotel, we see her name tag, and it's Natalie. So she's right. the Natalie, but she knows Oliver. She does like, know him. He, yeah, she like kind of so like she like raised him right. She she knows him because I think his parents do own those hotels. But he's not throwing the party. Like, I'm so confused. Anyway, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Let's get back on track here. Summer and Anna, 
they kind of go off together because Marissa and Oliver split, and um, and so they're kind of they're just talking about how over Seth they both are. Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, then we cut <laughs> <Obviously>, over <laughs> since you immediately started. Since it's the about only him. thing you talk about. Um, so then we cut over t- back to the Cohen's house. It's a house party now. We're going to call it the Cohen's house party. I will. I will say just real quick. A thing that I did really enjoy about this episode is they. From this point on, basically, well, once Sandy and uh, Kirsten get to the swingers party, they go to a swingers party, but they're jumping between three parties. Yeah. Party, party, party. And it's it's pretty seamlessly. Like, you're never like, wait, which party are they at now? Oh, yeah. I I, I love that um, they had enough. There was enough, like, nuance there that you could differentiate the, the difference between a like high school teenager party, a wild 20 somethings cocaine party or whatever the fuck Haley was doing. And then the adult swingers party, like it's three kind of like clear distinct age groups. And when they cut to a party, they'll usually just cut to like a wide shot or like a crowd shot of just people. And you know, I think there was maybe one time where they cut to the Cohen's house, and I thought, this looks a little tame. This might be the penthouse party. <laughs> but I think it was just like everybody was um, everybody was coming down off of their fucking <laughs> Coke binge or whatever. <laughs> like, They've been partying for four days straight. Mm-hmm. So you got to come back. You got to take breaks. Point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So now we're going back to the Cohen's. Um, this, this scene opens with. Uh, absolutely just insane people yelling skinny dipping well it's just a bunch of dudes like running taking their clothes off running into the pool getting naked jumping in again these dudes have been at this party for maybe 20 minutes maybe and they're immediately like skinny dipping they're like they're like fast tracking a party right so something that would happen you know four or five hours into a party they're like we're we're condensing that and we're getting it we're getting it done in the first 20 minutes like who knows like if 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 this party didn't get shut down like who knows what would have happened at the stroke of midnight i don't even want to think about it it would have been like uh what's that movie like a blood orgy or something with uh (laughs) jennifer lawrence mother Oh yeah, like, um, <laughs> it's just mother, a war like, zone. Escalates. <laughs> it's just like literal, like bombs are dropping into the house. <laughs> yeah, likely, likely something like mother. <laughs> um, so Ryan and Seth are debating whether they should go to the penthouse party so that Ryan can be with Marissa, or stay here at the house so that it doesn't get absolutely trashed. Uh, to which I say, you're a little bit late for that. The house was trashed within 10 seconds of these wild gorillas entering. <laughs> it was like the Jumanji stampede. Yeah. Like, nothing was like, safe. Hey, we should stick around because you know that rhino might come back. It's just like, no, dude, your house Seth, is fucked. <laughs> Seth does say that he just got a face full of dong. He did. Which, which made me laugh. But yeah. also, face full of dong, you can just say on... On, on a TV show like I don't I don't know I what the so. and not that I'm saying like he shouldn't have been able to say it but it, I was 
I'm always kind of curious as to like what can and can't you say on a on a TV show where the line is for the censors. I mean, yeah. this one may have gotten a TV 14 rating. Like, there's this is a pretty wild episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dong is is okay. I think if he tried to say like Dick or something, I got a face full of Dick. Like that that may not have made it. <laughs> uh, but again, that that kind of felt like an Adam Brody improv line. I want to see the outtakes. I bet he said every possible every. slang term for penis. <laughs> yep. Everything you could think of. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Ryan and Seth are arguing over who's going to tell Haley that the party is over. Uh, Seth's not budging. And so, Ryan caves. And he's like, okay, I'll go. I'll go tell her. We got to shut this party down. Uh, so, then we cut to the road. We're on the road with Kirsten and Sandy. And Haley has really gotten to Kirsten here, right? So uh, Kirsten's worried that they are boring, that they're in a rut. Kirsten's like, you know, we finish each other's sentences. You know, I got a sweater set from Talbot's. And Sandy says, hey, that was a gift. Callback! Call and that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ryan. Got another one. Market. Got that another one. That one was fucking great. That I was loved so that one. good. Again, it was one where it was like, Sandy didn't hear Haley say that. He just like it was just like it it was, a f- but it, it didn't seem out of place. It didn't seem unbelievable because it's a phrase that like anybody would say. It's just like, hey, hey, it was a gift. Like, chill out. <laughs> Which also it is this thing of because she's saying like, do you think we're in a rut? You know, do you do you think we're boring? We like finish each other's sentences, and Sandy goes, "Yes, I love that." Yeah, he's I like, "That's my favorite it. part." <laughs> Which is also like. When she says uh, she owns a sweater from Talbot's, he knows exactly what sweater she's talking about yep. and that it was a gift. Look <laughs> like, at them being so like involved in each other's lives. And yeah, <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Sandy, I'm on Sandy's <laughs> side here. I'm like, what you guys you are doing what? is great. <laughs> you know what? It's kind of, and like talking about this now, I didn't think about it at the time, but um but I'm just kind of realizing like Haley does kind of give off this Caleb vibe. Like, yeah, she's very kind of manipulative and very like selfish mm-hmm. and can get under Kirsten's skin and like get her to like question herself and like, you know, things about her. Yeah. And so it is very much like, Oh yeah. Like Kirsten, we don't, you know, her, her mom is dead but I assume her mom probably wasn't like that. Yeah, every like, every all signs point to her mom being like a great person who kind of like right. held the family together. But yeah. it is this thing of like we're you know we're always like why does Kirsten let Caleb like control her or like talk to her like that and then like yeah Haley basically does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like that pattern that was established pretty early. I she guess. even she even uh. In the Talbot's sweater scene, she calls her Kiki, and yeah. and Kirsten says, "Don't call me Kiki. Only Dad does, and it's because he won't not." Yep. <laughs> Kirsten has some really funny, funny lines. Kirsten, this is a good episode for Kirsten. I really loved her in this episode. Mm-hmm. She has a really good arc, and she shows a lot of range. Um, so Kirsten says to Sandy, "Like, should we take more chances?" And Sandy's like, "Absolutely." The GPS lady says, turn left. I'm going right. 
<laughs> and then he turns right. He even puts his left blinker on when they get to a stop sign. He just like cuts it to the right. And he's like, Woo, we're living on the edge now, baby. <laughs> he is adorable. <laughs> and the GPS lady's like, take a U-turn when you can. He's like, no, no, I will not take a U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I will not. I will not. <laughs> it's so great. And it's it's so cute. And, and it gets Kirsten to like kind of lighten up and laugh and stuff. And I'm just like, you guys, you guys are the best. You're not in a rut. You're fucking great. You're doing great. <laughs> so um so he he mentions to Kirsten how Haley has gotten to her. And Kirsten like recognizes it. She agrees. She's just like, yeah, she just like can get she can get under my skin like nobody else. Um, so Kirsten suggests, okay, let's, let's, let's try something. Let's be a little adventurous. She suggests they skip dinner and they go straight to the party. A party, need I remind you, that Haley invited them to where they do not know anybody. (laughs) Why did they agree to go to this party? Like, I can't for the life of me figure it out. I guess just because they're like, let's try something. Try something. Yeah. Let's be spontaneous and fun. Yeah. I would, I assume you're a little more friendly and outgoing than me. This seems like a nightmare. I would Absolutely. never, I don't oh. even like going to parties when I know people. Like not <laughs> knowing anyone sounds awful. I, mean, I feel like that was a thing where, and it didn't last long, but early 20s, maybe late teens, where you would just hear about a party and some people you know were going. But at least there was that, you know, at least you had that like connection to it. But like, yeah, have you ever like gone to a party? Just showed up at a party, you didn't know anybody? That seems like Mm-mm. a nightmare. But I guess they have each other still. So they're like, ah, oh, if it sucks, we can leave. And also, they do know somebody there. Oh, yes. They didn't know <laughs> they would know somebody there. But they do. And we'll get to that. So then we cut back over to the penthouse party. It's not Oliver's party. Because he's not throwing the party because Anna knows the parents of the guy who's throwing the party and it's not Oliver. So I'm not calling this Oliver's party. It's the penthouse party. So we have the we have the Cohen's party. Cohen's house the party. The penthouse party. And the swinger party. Swinger party and yeah, the penthouse party. Those are our three parties. And we're Another all- thing that they did well to like help differentiate them was uh, the music, like the style yes. of music. Yeah, so I had one. some notes about the music that they chose to represent each one. Yeah. Um, so, penthouse party. Oliver is making he and Marissa some virgin mojitos because Marissa's not drinking anymore. Um and then she's like, oh, well, don't not drink on account of me. And then he's like, oh, my sponsor would be upset with me if I did that sober for 11 months. He, like, never misses an opportunity to tell his his whole backstory to her. Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's fun to say, too. Mojito. Say it. Mojito. And I just want to punch him in the face. <laughs> it's really, again, like... They, I think even like uh, Josh Schwartz and Fresco uh, were realizing that these two together is, is tough. Yeah. Like, and so they have him like making a drink. She's sitting on the bar, like eating a lime wedge, which was very strange. Like, I know she's very thin and probably doesn't eat much, but like a lime wedge, what are you doing? 
it's like I guess in terms of citrus, it's maybe maybe my second option after lemon. No, I mean like from the bottom. Lemon is my last choice. If she was sucking on a lemon, I would be like, I would turn the television off. I'd be like, I'm not watching the show ever again. I will not stand for this. A lime, you only do that after you've taken a tequila shot. Yeah. To my recollection. <laughs> I've never thought of even just like eating a grapefruit is I'm just like, why am I doing this? I don't yeah. love the mm. way this tastes. Yeah, I'm going oranges, tangerines all day. But yeah, yeah grapefruit, not even. Um, so yeah, Oliver, he's just, you know, way too eager and he's wearing a suit that is way too big for his little boy body. And he just <laughs> looks ridiculous. He looks ridiculous. Um, that was the that was the jacket of the person who really was throwing the party that Oliver murdered. Right. And he's like, like oh, took his jacket. It's a little too big for me, but whatever, I'll pull it off. <laughs> Um, so Marissa asks Oliver about Natalie and he says that she's not coming and he drops some backstory on her. You know, Natalie's a freshman at Arizona. I got held back because I was such a bad boy in my past and got kicked out of three schools. And so, you know, blah, 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 whatever. She's, he's, it's all bullshit. So don't worry about remembering any of this. Marissa asks if he tells, uh, if he tells Natalie that he loves her. Okay. So we're getting a little, she's like digging in. She's just like, is it normal to not tell your girlfriend that you love her? And Oliver's like, of course I tell her I love her all the time. And, uh, they cheers their mojitos and Oliver never even blinks when he stares at her while they're like drinking their mojitos. It's so creepy the way he looks at her. Um, he has his moments and it's usually when he's not talking. Like we we talked about how that one episode ends where he's like watching them. Yeah. It's like he can do a creepy stare. Oh it's yeah. Just, he just doesn't really doesn't really nail it when he's talking. No. <laughs> I mean Yeah, we could just like gives me the heebie jeebies. Anyway, this whole party and Marissa um decides to spend Marissa spends all of so like okay. We have a party full of people. She knows Summer. She knows Anna, at least. She may may know more people there. I don't know. But it's a, it's a packed party. It's full. Of, it's, it looks like a fun party. And Marissa decides to spend all of her time with the sober ghost boy sociopath in an oversized suit. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> this is her thing, man. She, like, she latches on to, like, these... The outcast. She... This is this the first one? I mean, I guess we could say Luke, but that was like there. But like throughout the show, like she does it later with that guy Johnny, where yeah. she just like kind of like befriends these like boy, like these high school guys, and they're all you're like I'm just constantly like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, this person sucks. They suck. They're gonna fall in love with you, and like it's gonna be a bad time for Ryan. Like she's just. She like she she kind of gets away with it because she's like we're just friends like what's the big deal but it's like it doesn't work like that with like heterosexual high school boys <laughs> if you're a yeah. supermodel <laughs> like yeah I'm Have sorry you in the mirror <laughs> yeah you only eat limes <laughs> <laughs> um so then we cut back to the Cohen's house party um this to me this looks like the more fun of the two parties so far do you know why 
Because fucking Alkaline Trio is playing. Yeah, that's the thing. They're always playing some like punk rock or something when they come back here because this is like the edgy, like wild party. Yep. Um. Uh. So then Ryan, so Ryan's on his quest to look for Haley. Um. He hears her on the other side of Sandy and Kirsten's door. And then we cut inside the room and... Uh, Haley is arguing with some other trust fund girl about like three grand that Haley owes her. The girl says that Haley has no friends and people just show up to her parties because they fucking rage and you know you can get all the best drugs at a Haley party. <laughs> and uh, she also mentions something about another girl that wants to kick Haley's ass or something like that. And um, all I can think of is like, man, Haley like really sucks. Like, for her to have like like this much beef with like this many people like you owe this person a bunch of money this person wants to beat you up like i'm just like oh my god like what a terrible terrible person she must be a lot of yeah a lot of enemies yeah um so haley kind of like storms out and ryan's right there by the door uh ryan tells haley that he's going to call the cops cuz he's like we got to shut this party down like this is this is not cool. This is out of control. And Haley's like, look, we don't have to call the cops. Let's talk about it. Like, come with me. And so she opens the door to go outside and we Schwartz cut to opening Schwartz. the door to the grown up party. Now Sandy and Kirsten are entering. Um, it, it sounds like the music that's playing. It sounds like a, like a, european club or something like it's like a very modern chic european club and it looks like the lobby of a hotel or something like it's like this big yeah the music's it's very quiet it's not like club volume it's not like like bumping but it's just kind of like you would hear it like if you went into like um i don't know like an express for men at the mall or something (laughs) (laughs) it's just like a I need a new paisley tie. Something like that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a very like sh- like chic and kind of like modern and clean marble. There's a bar. There's a b- bunch of like cool couches and chairs and stuff. That's a nice place. It looks like the perfect house where strangers fuck each other. Yes. It looks like In a, a classy manner. Right, yeah. But you know, all all like kind of like marble surfaces so you can mop up the stuff. <laughs> There's <laughs> really not easily. a not a inch of carpet in this whole place. No, 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 no. God forbid. <laughs> You'd have to throw that out. So they walk in this... and they're standing there and they're just like, this doesn't look like that big of a deal like whatever so um a noobsie approaches them this is taryn we've seen her before she's like one of the she's marlon's mother oh yeah she listened she did something with her hair right she's her hair sh- uh, is different and she's also like, it's the first time we've heard her actual name yes it's taryn <laughs> which is like the perfect name for her yes. so she approaches them she's very surprised to see them She's also like very horny for Sandy. And she asks Sandy to put his watch in the watch bowl. And then it clicks. Oh shit, we're at a swingers party. <laughs> so they like immediately they're just like, okay, so we're leaving, right? Like, oh yeah, we're getting out of here. And then Sandy mentions, like, we're not in this big of a rut. 
And then this kind of sets Kirsten off. She's like, oh, we're in a rut, huh? So then they start like kind of daring each other to stay at the swingers party. And I'm like, this is cute. But like, what the fuck, y'all? Like, this is like, this night ends with you having sex with a stranger. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to play along <laughs> this But much. it's it's this like ongoing thing they have of like I can handle it if you can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like get out of here. Like yeah. neither of you want to be doing this. Bad bad time to do this whole like I I'll dare you to do it. not a good time. So <laughs> so Sandy's like, "All right. All right, you want to play around? We'll play around." He takes his watch off. He starts walking towards the bowl. He's like he's like you can back out at any time, any time. I'm going to put the watch in the bowl. And then he turns his back to Kirsten. He does. He says, I'm, I'm going to count to three like uh-huh. while he's doing it, which if he had gone three, two, one, the episode's called The Countdown. I know. That would have been better. But he counts up. What? God damn it. You blew it, Peter Gallagher. Right, thanks for listening, you guys. We're going to call this one. <laughs> We're out. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed that because just because I know how the episode ends, but I feel like it's worth mentioning that you never, you never see him. You never. There's not a shot of him dropping his watch in the bowl. He just kind of turns towards the bowl and bends down like he's putting his watch in. But we'll leave it at that. Do you think he kind of surveyed the room real quick just to make sure? <laughs> Scan the room for hotties. He's like maybe. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, my wife is the hottest woman here. I yeah. Might as well just-, just like, mm, I'm good. Um, So yeah, so then we cut back to the Cohen's house party. Um, This, uh, yeah, this is, it always comes in with some like, comes in with like some kind of like rock and roll song. Did you look to see who this was? Because I did. Not this song, no, I didn't look this Okay, and it, I didn't get it at first either, and there's a few reasons why. Um, the band that was playing, uh, they weren't singing about um, how they lost their leg. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and and also, this show takes place in Orange County and not Boston. Not Boston. Which I didn't know, I didn't know you could play the Dropkick Murphys on a TV show if it didn't take place in Boston. Right, yeah, because you have... Um boston common i think that's the show you got the departed of course uh all of these have dropkick murphy's exclusively on the soundtrack but yeah i i didn't know this was dropkick murphy's yeah this felt a little tamer i was expecting more like group chant like yelling vocals it was yeah it was a little more of a kind of a vanilla you know like punk sound they don't they didn't have um accordions and they weren't like it didn't sound like a like a like an old irish pub jig sure yeah even dropkick murphy's have some some like more <laughs> mid-tempo jams i guess <laughs> they're like hey guys uh could we maybe do one that isn't about you know the potato famine or whatever like yeah like, so sick we've, of we've, talking about irish shit <laughs> we get it we're all very proud of our irish heritage we have seven albums about it maybe we can just like write a song about you know wanting to fall in love no like, ah, i lost my leg <laughs> i'm in love with the sea and i lost my leg 
I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Okay. Yeah. This is when I was like, okay, this looks like the more fun party because it's just like they're wilding out, they're swimming, they're drinking. They, everybody looks like they're 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 absolute maniacs. But I'm like, if I wanted to rage on New Year's Eve, I'd pick this one. So we're back in the Cohen's house party. Um, yes, we're listening to Dropkick Murphys. We're loving it. Uh, Haley escorts Ryan and Seth to the pool house. And she's like apologetic. She's like, guys, I'm really sorry about this. It got out of hand. And then she like shows them the door and they walk in. And then she slams the door and locks it. <laughs> gotcha. She's a scheming trickster. Oh, man. I just... You can't trust her. I don't know why anybody would. I don't know why you'd ever give her the benefit of the doubt. Foolish. Ryan is Ryan has known her for a day, mm-hmm. and all they've done is like kind of butt heads. Oh and- yeah. Well, she's been a complete nightmare to him. Uh, so we dip to commercial. We come back from commercial. We're still in the pool house. Party's raging. Seth's getting claustrophobic. I loved this scene, like between Ryan and Seth. It's a short scene, but it's really good. So it's like, I can't breathe. It's, the walls are closing in. Ryan's like, there's a kitchen and a bathroom, and three walls are made of windows. Like, what are you doing? I live here. This is my house. Because I sleep here yeah. every night. <laughs> what, are you, what are you tripping about, dude? Like, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is fun. This is a good time. It, it seems like a. Like a scene that, given the wrong actor, mm-hmm. you could be like, all right, fucking calm down. But yeah. like Adam Brody plays it up just enough that it's like ridiculous, but also still very funny. Yeah, it's fun. It's not like he's not like being a shithead about it. He's just like, Ryan, seriously, I seriously can't breathe. <laughs> he's just like being a little, he's goofing. He's being a goof. He's a goof. He's a goofy boy. Um, so then we cut back to the swingers party and Sandy is chatting it up with a absolute babe. And I'm like, okay, Sandy, he's got, he's got game, dude. Of course um, he does. Of course he does. And then, but then you see like behind him, Kirsten sitting by herself and I I immediately feel bad for her and Taryn comes and sits with her and Kirsten's like, I'm just easing. I'm easing into it. And Taryn's like, she's trying to coach her and kind of like, you know, pump her up a little bit. She's like, I know it's it's the first time was very nerve wracking for me. Just got to drink a lot and just kind of like power through or whatever. She's like, I'm so glad we came here, though, because my marriage was in a rut and swinging totally saved it. And I don't know, man, like the whole thing kind of feels off to Kirsten She's like, she's just like, I don't think so. Like, I, you say that, but like, I don't think like this is the solution well, to our rut. Because Sammy and Kirsten aren't in a rut. The That's way what that, I think. Yeah, the I way think, that Taryn and her husband, who I don't think we ever see or meet or yeah. anything, which is a but, testament to how in a rut they may be, but because uh, yeah. they don't interact with each other. But yeah, I agree. I think Haley just kind of got planted this seed in Kirsten's brain. And it just festered, you know, like anything Caleb or Haley does with Kirsten, probably. And now she's like convinced herself that they're in a row, but they're not. They're great. They love each other. And so that's why she's like feeling so weird about this whole thing. 
and i really fear for feel for kirsten in this scene i'm like feel bad for her so and then it cuts back to sandy and he's just like cheersing with this lady he's like straight macking on this lady i'm like here's here's the thing um and i think we might have actually talked about this a little bit in a previous episode but sandy is so like friendly and like charming yeah that it definitely looks like he's like macking on her, but it kind of just feels like he's just being nice. Like he's yeah. just like just met a new person and is like having a conversation, but he's just him. so goddamn charismatic. <laughs> they were like, Hey Sandy, you're fucking married dude to a yeah. really wonderful woman. Why don't you calm down for a second? And he's like, no, I'm just talking, just talking. I've never had any intention of like sleeping with this woman as we'll find out. Which is right. what, which kind of forgives this whole thing with Sandy. It's like, because he, spoiler, never put his watch in the bowl, so he knew the whole time that he was he was always going to end up with Kirsten, and so this is just him kind of like following through on that dare when they dared each other to do this party, and so he's just talking to some. You're right, he's just talking to somebody. But yes, yeah. it looks like it looks like she's super into him because he's an engaging like fun like person to talk to (laughs) like it's like anybody would be happy to have a drink with sandy cohen and those fucking eyebrows man who doesn't want to who doesn't want to fuck a guy with eyebrows like that hey you know if his eyebrows look like that (laughs) what's going on that his if the, dick is huge. If the carpet matches the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> what are the eyebrows? If the drapes, the drapes are the hair, and the eyebrows are the um the upholstery. Upholstery. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want a couch made out of Sandy Cohen's eyebrows. Is that weird? <laughs> Is it weird to want a couch made out of a man's <laughs> eyebrows? <laughs> no, no, no. Not just anybody's eyebrows. Sandy Cohen's eyebrows. He shaves them off. We we sew them together. We wait for more to grow back. We shave those off. We sew that. It takes a while. Yeah. But it's worth it. It's worth it, it though. Uh, so then we cut over to the penthouse, <laughs> not Oliver's party. Summer and Anna spot a dude across the party. He's checking them out. And they can't figure out, like, who he's looking at. And so he's like, oh, no, he's definitely, like, eye contact with you, totally. Like, no, 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 I'm pretty sure he's into you. And so Summer just, like, is just like, well, let's just go find out. And they get up, and they walk over to him. And um, Summer's like, who were you, who were you looking at between the two of us? Like, who were you looking at? And he's like, oh, well, um, I think you're both cute. And Summer's like not having it. She's like, no, 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 no. You you have to pick. Somebody has to choose between yeah. us. She's like, we're not doing this again. Yeah, obviously, like projecting the whole Seth situation. Um, and he, I, he's like, hey, uh, I'm Alan. I'm from Tulsa. And Summer's just like, shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> She's <just> like, <laughs> so dismissive of this guy. Oh, this is great. This is a great Summer she- moment. Yeah, Rachel Bilson, it was her first time being in the opening credits uh, in the title cards, and she's only in, like, this scene, like, this party scene. She makes it count, man. She's fucking, she's throwing 150 miles an hour. (laughs) Yeah, she's excellent in this, yeah. 
uh, I love during this episode. This is where like I'm liking Summer more and more, like uh, as as the episodes go on. Um, when, uh, you feel so very bad for her. At I the know. End of the episode. I know. We'll get. We'll get some, to some. it, guys. So Anna's like, "You can have him. He's not my type." And Summer's like, "Who is Seth Cohen?" And then Anna's kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> and then she leaves, <laughs> and then she leaves, and um, and then we go over to Oliver and Marissa, and Oliver says, uh, "So, like earlier, you asked me about like, do I say I love you to Natalie? Did you say I love you to Ryan?" And he didn't say it back, which makes me think like he has a microphone on her or something. Like he's bugged her, so he's listening he's, to every conversation. He's, yeah, he definitely has some like surveillance equipment of some sort. Yeah. And Marissa's like, yeah, he said thank you. And Oliver's like, at least he was polite. We're not giving him a callback. We're not letting Oliver in on our favorite thing about the show. He doesn't get a callback. You sure? I don't want to give it to him. You can do it, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it if you don't want to do it. Fuck Oliver. Callbacks are for winners. I said it's a callback, but Sandy Cohen did it better. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because it's always it's always a repeated line it's like who said it better always sandy cohen i'm i'm like i'm like furious that they would give oliver the sandy cohen callback like don't you dare don't you dare link these two <laughs> yeah no oliver was, is not I, worthy i wrote in my i wrote in my notes i i wrote call and i didn't even i didn't even finish it Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. i was like don't try to get me to like this guy. I've already watched this show like three times through. I know I don't like this guy. <laughs> I'm not changing my mind now. <laughs> so Oliver, Oliver like plants the seed of doubt in Marissa's head. This, game, this episode's like got a lot of parallels, like Haley, Oliver, just like shithead characters. <laughs> plants yeah. the seed of doubt in Marissa's head. Maybe Ryan doesn't love you. And that's why he didn't say, I love you back piece of shit Oliver piece of shit and also Marissa's like a very like very impressionable and like very like such an easy target for somebody like this and it sucks because we as the audience just have to watch this yeah like what the fuck just leave fucking why did you even come to this party you're like yelling you at your any, tv in, I know you guys had that hilarious dip joke, but like, this guy sucks. This guy's, yeah, such a chore to be around. Not a fun (laughs) person. (laughs) So then we cut back to the swingers party. Um, Kirsten is bored to death, I would say, by Bob, the ornithologist. Sandy enters and he's like, hey, I'm ready to go. Let's get out of here. We could, we might still be able to get our table. And then, uh. And then he said, I love that Sandy enters. He's like, hey, nice swinging with you. He's like getting ready to he leave. Goes, Sandy Cohen, pleasure swinging with you. Pleasure ya. swinging with you. <laughs> um, so Kirsten tells Sandy how Bob studies birds. And Sandy goes, birds. Bob, that's great. <laughs> Hold on. I want to try. I want to try that again. Uh Tell, tell, me me the, tell me the tell me Bob, the Bob yeah up? tell me that Bob studies birds. Oh, Sandy, this is Bob. Did you know that Bob studies birds? Birds, Bob, that's great. 
hey, we gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) That is the funniest fucking line of the whole episode. I still can't do it. He's like, Bob, that's great. Like, the way he says the line is so good it's like my it's like it's stuck with me over the years that that his delivery of that line is stuck with me (laughs) because he can uh, like how we were saying he's so like like friendly and outgoing and personable that like what looks like he's flirting with the woman is just him talking he can also you're not really sure how genuine he is when he's saying (laughs) that (laughs) it's like just genuine enough for bob to be like thank you you know, no one ever says that. No one ever says how great that is. It is great. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, but like we as the audience know, like, he doesn't give a fuck about Bob and his birds. He, that line, and then the the next line that he says about Bob later in the episode. Oh, yeah. Just, I love that Bob I, gets kind of a callback, uh, too. Um, I, I had to pause it just because I laughed for so long. I was like, I'm missing whatever they're saying. Yep. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah, Sandy's like, hey, if we hurry, we can get our table. And uh, Bob's just like, okay, they're obviously, this is their first time swinging. I'm going to step out. Bob exits. Um, Kirsten really wants to stay. She really, She really thinks they're in a rut at this point. And I guess she really wants to fuck Bob. I don't know. Like, like her motivations at this point are kind of weird to me because just in the last scene, she had to be like kind of like pumped up to even stay at the swingers party. And now Sandy's showing up. He's like, okay, we've had our fun. Let's get out of here. And Kristen's like, no, I want to stay. I want to stay here and I want to fuck Bob or whatever. I think it was, I think it was because she saw Sandy, you know, talking to that woman probably other women i don't i don't know i haven't it is a swingers party swingers party <laughs> you, you i don't know gotta, how yeah you, you gotta like uh you know mingle you get some, there's yeah. a lot of mingling i would imagine plant some seeds or whatever throw yeah, some plant throw some, some seeds throw some <laughs> chum in the water i don't know what the right what the right uh metaphor is for well, what for are you situation. a shark or a farmer are you planting <laughs> seeds <laughs> Are you eating chum? I love that part in West Side Story where it's the sharks versus the farmers. The farmers. <laughs> when you're a farmer, you're a farmer all the way. <laughs> all right, so um, Sandy. So Sandy's like, all right, and he st- and then he finds. Uh, I think her name was Heidi. And he's like, Heidi, you got to finish that story about blah, blah, blah. And so, like, yeah, he goes back to chatting with the babe. And, um, and about, then, uh, oh, shit, now I forget it. It was like a place. Galapagos. 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 I was Machu Picchu. Yeah. But, but it is, again, him saying that is like, is he, is he just being really sarcastic right now? Or does he genuinely want to hear about the Galapagos? You can't tell with this guy. He's so charming. He's so damn charming. He's a lawyer. Um, so then we, we end the scene on Kirsten, and, and as soon as Sandy gets up to talk to Heidi, she's just like, oh, wait, what have I done? <laughs> like She kind of has this, like, oh, maybe maybe I took the dare a little too far. So she's feeling a little unsure now. Uh, going back to the pool house, Seth's breathing into a paper bag because <laughs> he's hyperventilated. Like, They're both laying down, um, Seth and Ryan. over Overhead shot. Oh, nice overhead I, shot. I yeah. really liked um seth asks 
This is this was a nice scene because they kind of like are talking to each other on a re- like they're trapped in this pool house together, and then they just kind of get real with each other. And Seth's just like he asks Ryan why he didn't say I love you back to Marissa, and Ryan's like I don't know, like I've never said it before, like to a girl, and then Seth's like, but you do love her, don't you? And Ryan's kind of like, I guess I yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> like he's just kind of like realizing it in that moment and then ryan asks seth like why didn't you just choose between summer and anna like you had to have liked one more than the other and seth kind of shrugs and he's just like but now i don't deserve either of them because i blew it like very mature like seth's come a long way in the last uh, couple episodes Um, it was this was our seth and ryan scene yeah like so fucking good and it is it was just like so like to the point because mm-hmm. they're trapped in this room together. They're just like, hey, why why this? Mm-hmm. Well, because this. Why this? Well, because it, like there was no like tiptoeing around the issues or anything, which is what the show thrives on. It's yeah. just like <laughs> yeah. constantly avoiding asking direct questions about stuff. Right, yeah. I mean, you don't have a lot of conflict if everybody's just you know, completely honest with each other, I guess. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, they both are kind of just like, yeah, I blew it. And like, I blew it too. And then, um, Ryan looks at his watch. And he's just like 43 minutes. So now like, you're really, you're feeling the time now. Like you're feeling like, Oh shit. If you don't get to Marissa by midnight, you're going to spend the rest of the year. Cause they, <laughs> they always say, they always say, <laughs> How you spend New Year's? I wish when he'd said that there was a little timer that like popped up in the corner. Yeah, like in like, <laughs> it's like 24. twenty-four. Or something. Yeah. Boop, boop, like, boop. oh, that's the countdown. Oh my god, the titular countdown. It's kind of cool though, because it feels like yeah, like a like a bomb's gonna go off or something, but it's just like midnight. Like it's not really that big of a deal, but they they put so much like pressure on on the midnight thing. It's cool. Yeah. Um. So then we go to the front door. Uh, Kimmy, we learned her name, I guess, (laughs) enters. Uh, She's the girl that wants to fight Haley. Kimmy. She looks like a girl who would walk into a party and immediately ask, where is the person that she's there to fight? I came to a party on New Year's Eve at, uh, I guess, 11.15-ish to fight somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Because they say the way you spend New Year's is the way you're going to spend the rest of the year. (laughs) And I want to spend my year in the UFC. (laughs) Um, so, So, Haley, like, spots her, and she bails to the pool house. And it was really funny. Like, she, like, unlocks the door and walks in. And then Seth's on the ground and he's like, fresh oxygen. And he just kind of like crawls over to the door and she like closes the door and he kind of like smushes his face against the glass. It was really good timing. It's very good. Yeah. Like physical comedy. Yeah. And uh, um, Haley's like, I need your help. And Ryan's kind of like, fuck off. Like you locked us in here (laughs) and through this party. And Haley's just kind of just like, uh, please. Ryan's like, nope. Haley's like, look, uh, Kimmy's gonna tear this place apart if you don't like get her out of here, shut this party down. And I believe her. Kimmy looks like a badass. <laughs> like Kimmy looks like she might actually 
tear this house apart. But to be fair, this house is already completely trashed. Like, what more damage could Kimmy do aside from burning the house down? The couch is flipped over. Flipped over. Who does such a... (laughs) Now you can't sit on it. Why would you do that? So, um, Ryan says to Seth, let's go. We got to clear this party out. And Seth says, it's what I do best. (laughs) They They all go to shut the party down. So, then it cuts to, like, later, and they have cut the power to the house. So, all the lights are out. They have flashlights. And they told everybody that they were going to call the cops. So everybody follows out the front door. Um, yeah, they, they they cut the power and they said the cops, they told them the cops were on their way, which I assume everyone there looked old enough to drink. Like it didn't look yeah. like a high school party. They all seemed like, so then I just assumed all of them had drugs on them. Oh yeah. Well, they like said everybody there. When Haley was in the bedroom, when her friend was confronting her or not friend, I guess foe was confronting her although that friend does is there at the door when kimmy walks in and she's like where's Haley?" and she goes i don't know uh, she so covered she for her kind of helped her or maybe she just didn't give a shit <laughs> but she did say <laughs> I that know. i'm with, down three thousand dollars yeah like good luck you're on your own some friends group these people are <laughs> So Look, um, I'll, I'll party with you, but I'm not your friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when they were in the bedroom, she says, like, everybody knows you can get the best cocaine at a Haley part. Haley, I guess her name's H- Haley, Haley Nickel. Nickel. Yeah, Haley Nickel party. So, yeah. What if her name was Haleb? <laughs> Haleb. Oh, that's her full name. She, like, shortened <laughs> Haley it. Haley for short. Haley for short. <laughs> so, yeah, I assume drugs, whatever. I mean, those people are wild. Who knows? Uh, I'm sure some of them have outstanding warrants. You know, they're a wild bunch. They're, they're listening to Dropkick Murphy's deep cuts. This is not. <laughs> this is not just your normal like fun going juice and and uh, <laughs> potato chips party. No, sir. With uh, crudite and virgin mojitos. Um. <laughs> uh, so then we cut over. What a shitty party the I penthouse know. party is. <laughs> Why? So then we cut back to the swingers party. It is 1130. The ladies start pulling watches out of the bowl, right? Bob gets the first pick. So he pulls the watch out of the bowl and he goes off with a with the lady and Sandy, <laughs> Sandy goes, way to go, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy, who who hasn't, they're all clapping. Yeah, they're all just like typical swinger party etiquette is to like clap for the couples. It's so weird, and and so do they? They this is like a fuck mansion. Like they all just like have designated rooms, like bedrooms or something. They go to. I would assume so. But otherwise, Kirsten, nobody was like fucking on the couch or anything. Like. Yeah, I guess. But then, like, Kirsten and Sandy kind of showed up unannounced and was like, oh, we only have, like, six bedrooms. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess it's they a get, fuck mansion. I don't know. They got bunk beds in some of the rooms, so oh. if they need to double up, they can. Mm. This mansion is for swingers parties. This is the sole reason it exists. Like on Airbnb. <laughs> it's like, you're like... 
<laughs> you're scrolling swinger through. Swinger party like, friendly. Yeah. No pets. Swinger party mansion. No pets. Uh, uh, God, checkout time is 10, 10 a.m. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm still trying to still fucking. Oof. It was great, which uh, Taryn kind of is like in charge. Yeah, she seems she to be hosting. It's not her house. She's like, she lets the the first the first woman pick, and she's like, "You're this is your house. You're hosting, so you get first pick." Oh, okay, weird. And that's when she picks Bob's watch, and everyone claps. And that's yeah, when Sandy yeah. goes, "Way to go, Bob!" <laughs> God, <laughs> so weird. So, um, so then we get a montage of the watch bowl, kind of like draining, like watch after watch after what couple after couple after couple. And um, we're getting these like extreme close-ups, like uh, reminding me of the good, the bad, and the ugly of like Sandy and Kirsten kind of like staring each other down. It was like a showdown, wah, like who would wah, who would crack wah. first, yeah. <laughs> and uh, poor Taryn, she kind of pulls a dud. Uh, mm. She picked a guy who looked like Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah, but he's a dynamite in the sack. She's about to get her mind blown. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, Taryn. Taryn. She does say, like, I hope you have better luck than me. And it's like, he heard you. Yeah. There's only like six of you in that room and no one else is talking. <laughs> I hope they're all like so drunk that they're kind of numb to any sort of jab like that. And I hope Taryn had a lovely evening with that gentleman. But anyway, uh, the last couple pairs up and Sandy and Kirsten are the only two left. Okay, but when it's down to Sandy and Kirsten and a woman who's like standing up and then this guy is like sitting on the couch and the guy like kind of turns his head a little bit and he has this tiny diamond earring that Ooh. like sparkles. Oh. And it, I, whoever was like in the costume department fucking might be the OC MVP of this episode because that, <laughs> that little detail of like a guy who's at a swingers party on New Year's Eve has a tiny little diamond earring. Like it, it brought That's me perfect. so much joy to see that shine. And that I feel like his, shine. his like button up shirt was like down one button more than you would expect or something. Like he was revealing a little more chest than you would expect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you notice that he just doesn't have those buttons above there. Like he removed <laughs> them. He was like, yeah. I'm never buttoning this shirt past this point. Taking them off. Like <laughs> this is definitely not this guy's first swingers party. Like this, he does this regularly. <laughs> he has no idea that it's new year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's like oh it's a special special day we do this every year and he's just like what <laughs> it's sunday it's sunday right we swing on sundays <laughs> swinging sunday swinging sunday um so yeah it's just kirsten and sandy left the bowl is empty there are no watches left and kirsten's like your watch better be in your pants and sandy pulls out the watch and holds it in front of Kirsten. He says, come on, swinger. Let's go home. Aww. So sweet. Even at a swinger's party. <laughs> it's very weird. Weird that she said, your watch better be in your pants she and not your pocket. Yeah, she did say pants. Which was... <laughs> I mean, she's got... Yeah, I mean, you're at a swinger's party. You got 
dick on the brain, I guess. Like, yeah. just thinking he pants. Drops his pants and his watches around his <laughs> dick. <laughs> Come on, Swinger. We'll set my alarm, Swinger. <laughs> um, so he says, let's go home. They kiss and then they leave. And I love them. They're great. The best. The best. I'm like, how are they going to get out of this Swinger's party? It's like, of course. It was all, it was all just a ruse. It was all fun. Like it was nothing to worry about. It was an adventure. It was, it was was a spontaneous little, you know, they got out of their, their rut that didn't exist. Yes. And they never, they didn't get in over their heads. They were like remained in control the whole time. So then we cut over to the penthouse party. And as they walk out, you just hear the moans and <laughs> orgasmic screams going on from the 20 other couples that are all oh my God. In, involved in fornication. Oh, God. They, like, run out. They're just like, we can't get out of here fast enough. <laughs> what is this hellscape that we've entered? Um, so they, yeah, we cut over to the penthouse. Um, flowers by the flaming sideburns plays it has mm-hmm. a real like lou reed vibe i thought it was lou reed but it's this band called the flaming sideburns who i've never heard of i assume they always get overshadowed by the flaming lips in terms of all the yeah, flaming if you're, bands if you're, if, if you're putting in a search engine if you're going into spotify and type in the flaming yeah song by flaming <laughs> it's 100 gonna be lips sorry sideburns um also like just a very <laughs> disturbing image Think about yeah. sideburns being on fire. Um, Anna's still there. Also probably way cheaper than getting a Lou Reed song. <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, Anna's still at the party. I thought she left when she was like, you can have Alan Summer. I'm out of here. I thought she had left, but she was still there. She's kind of bumming around. Um, and she goes over to Marissa, and she's like, I'm leaving. And Marissa's like, it's almost midnight. What are you doing? She's like... I'm, it's depressing. Like I, I just want to get out of here. So okay, she's leaving for real now. Um, Oliver comes in. He's checking on Marissa. Marissa's like, I keep looking at the door, thinking Ryan's going to show up, and he's like, never there. And Oliver's like, Yeah, I keep looking for Natalie too. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> like he only mentions Natalie when Marissa mentions Ryan. Like she's obviously not real. <laughs> She goes to school out of state. It's a long distance thing. Like, yeah, she's not her, real, dude. Stop trying her to. Her favorite movie is The Truman Show. And <laughs> she, her dad is a dentist. And uh, I'll just keep making shit up about her. And her favorite animal is a dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, Oliver. Chris um, is like, what kind of dog? And he's like, uh, mojito. 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 It's fun to say. Mojito. Forget about it. Um, she, he says, he says, hey, at least we have each other, Marissa. I don't want to kill him. I want to kill him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sucks. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck you, dude. You're a ghost. You're not even real. Like, quit yeah. trying to pretend like you're real. Marissa, just walk right through him. <laughs> I wish she would. Fucking. <laughs> she just like goes to she goes to grab his shoulder and her hand goes right through him. She's just like, I knew it. I knew you weren't real. Nobody at this party's talking to you but me. <laughs> so then we come back and to And when you drank that mojito, it just went right through it you. Just, yeah, it just spilled onto the floor. 
Um, so then we go to the Cohen's house. Sandy and Kirsten enter to a completely trashed house. They kind of laugh about it at first. They're just kind of like, oh, are we in the right house? Uh. Uh, but then like, they get a little more serious when um, Haley and Seth enter. And Kirsten gives Seth like a look. And Seth's like, dude, I don't even know enough people to cause this much damage. Like, <laughs> yeah, Which is very true. Very true. Kirsten's like, yeah, you're right. This was my shithead sister. 100%. I don't blame you. Um, Kirsten tells Seth to take out the garbage. She scolds Haley. And Haley's like, hey, you can't talk to me like that. You're not mom. And Kirsten's like, this is my house. My upside down couch. I will talk to you any way that I want. <laughs> made me laugh out loud like i loved how serious she was and still managed to mention the upside down couch <laughs> perfect perfect she rules it uh, was i did think it was strange that she was like she was like seth garbage now yeah and i was like that's weird that she specifically told him to take the garbage out mm-hmm. but she like smelled sense. it she was just like i knew that that bag was full when we left <laughs> And just looking at this place, I know it is over over yeah. the limit. Um, and I'm in, I'm embarrassed that we didn't take it out before we left, but I didn't <laughs> know that a billion people were going to be in here. Also didn't know I'd be going to a swingers party. This night has been very unpredictable. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, she's mad, at, she's mad at Haley. Then we cut over to, are you ready for this? We cut to Sandy. He walks into his bedroom. He opens the door and walks into his bedroom. There are two girls and a guy in his bed getting it on. And Sandy, Sandy says, oh, oh, sorry. I, I really should learn to knock. He closes the door. And then he says to himself, in case there's a threesome going on in my bedroom. And that's what they call a callback in comedy, right? Callback to end all callbacks. This callback! Is a, this is a callback to episode episodes. one, right? Yeah. Episode Thirteen episodes one. in between the 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 thing it's calling back to. This yes. is amazing. Amazing. This was a Seth. Co- this is a father son callback too. Way better than a Sandy Oliver callback, which we're not even going to acknowledge. <laughs> um, yes, Sandy uh, does this callback. Seth in episode one was like at a party, goes to the bathroom, walks in on a threesome going on in the bathroom. And says like the exact same line, like I should really learn to knock in case there's a threesome going on in the bathroom. Boom, nailed it, love it. Do you think this two things, three things? First thing, I fucking loved this so much. <laughs> this too. was, this was, we, you and I share a a love for the callbacks on this show. We even made a drop and we point them out when they happen. This one might have been my favorite one. Yeah, this is the um, king of the callbacks. This one and the um and the 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 one in the uh Crispica episode with the with the waiter with the um, oh, yeah. appetizers. That was a good that one. That one that one was number one. I think this one dethrones it. Oh um, yeah. Definitely. So so that's that's one. Two <laughs> A father and son, they have the exact same response to walking in on a threesome. Mm-hmm. Do you think, because I thought this, I wonder if me and my dad would have the same response <laughs> if we both walked in on a threesome. You mean 
joining in. Because <laughs> if that's we're the howls. answer, <laughs> we jump in. We're howls. <laughs> we don't back <laughs> that's down. That's all we say. <laughs> as you're taking your as you're taking your shirt off, they're like, "Uh, excuse me, we're howls." <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and and third, oh no, yeah. <laughs> What do you think? What? Uh, and third, I went back and rewatched that scene in the first episode to see if it was the same three people. Wow. It's not. It was not. No, it but, couldn't be. I but mean, because be. of the having the like the server do the callback in the in the Chrisica episode, I was like, man, if they brought back the same three people from the pilot episode that were in that threesome and they were in this threesome this show <laughs> has has gone to a whole new level in yeah. my mind oh yeah um, yeah this has reached like um like kind of like arrested development level of like <laughs> intricacy <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I i mean that would have blown my mind but i was not no, surprised that not. it wasn't the same three people. <laughs> they do all have the same reaction, though. Yeah, like, they're all just like, Ooh. which is the like, huh? It's like, bro, you didn't even lock the door. This isn't your house. This is a party. Like, what do you expect? Come on. Yeah. Um. Yes. Excellent. Magnificent. King of all callbacks. So then we go to the kitchen. Um. Haley's kind of like like lazily putting cups in a bag um and kirsten is begging Haley to grow up and Haley's like why so i can be just like you and kirsten's like i love my life my family my rut you dedicate your whole life to having fun are you even having any and then she's like i'll help you clean up and Haley's like i don't want your help and then she's like I'm going to bed. I'll finish cleaning up in the morning. <laughs> She's like, I'm denying your help. You can't help clean up. Also, I'm done cleaning up. <laughs> I picked up a couple solo cups. Yeah. And I'll do the rest in the morning. I'm tired now. And I'm sick of you getting talked to that way. God, I hate her so much. She's a piece she of shit. She kind of sucks. Yeah. She's a piece of shit. Oliver's a piece of shit. Not, not redeeming. In any way that I can see as of this moment. I think she I'm trying to I'm trying to think if she like gets bit because she's a reoccurring she character. She sticks around, in, yeah. In this season, so Longer than I was trying to remember if she just like came on real strong and then you kinda warm up to her. But yeah, this episode I was just like Why does Seth like her? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She starts out real bad. And then yeah, I think she does eventually kind of start to grow up and she like ends up dating Jimmy for a while and um but yeah, like this first impression is a bad one. Um mm. so then we cut over to the Cohen's driveway and Seth's taking out the trash as he was ordered to do. And um oh I guess it's trash night because he's bringing it to the curb. So she's mm. like, Seth, you take the garbage to the curb. Um, uh I don't wanna I don't wanna poke a hole in this New Year's amazing Day. show, but uh is are they doing trash pickup on new year's day very good point very, <laughs> i just thought of that too yeah that is not happening 
you got a you got a whole twenty four hours to take that trash to the curb, Seth. I don't but, know how I don't know how trash works for rich people, but for the rest <laughs> of us, <laughs> trash comes whenever the fuck I say. So, but if if Seth did not take the trash to the curb, he wouldn't have ran into Anna, who mm-hmm. is in his driveway. <laughs> she says that she uh, didn't want to be alone on New Year's, and. She grabs a trash can and they walk to the curb together. They take the trash out together. It's cute. Um, yeah. So Anna Anna went back to Seth and and it's on. So um, we cut she, to she wins. She wins for now. For now, we cut to the hotel lobby. Dice by Finley Gaye Guaye. And Beth yes. Orton plays. It was a good song. <laughs> it was a good song by two people I've never heard of. But, uh, yeah. You've never heard of that first person whose name you really struggled to get through? I've only read it. <laughs> never actually said it out loud. Finley. Um, but, yeah, this is a good song. This is, this is a good sequence here. So, Ryan is, like, mad dashing. He is rushing through the lobby, like get to the I, elevator. I loved how like stereo, and again the countdown, uh, countdown. But just how like stereotypical this whole thing. Like Marissa even said, like I just keep looking to see if he's gonna like barge through the door, and like it's very much yeah, just like any like rom com on New Year's Eve kind of thing. But I loved it. Yeah. I loved. The I did way too. That it happened. Very predictable, but also very good. Like very well done. Yeah. Um, so we cut to the penthouse and Oliver is keeping time for Marissa. He's like looking at the door. He's like 30 seconds <laughs> till midnight. <laughs> like, it's just like, where's your, where's your man now? Uh, like he has her tied up and like hanging over a tank of sharks. The clock is ticking Marissa. <laughs> and then, you know, we cut back to Ryan. He's just like busting ass down a hallway. Is he going to make it in time? I don't know. 10. Nine. It's just like Haley predicted. Eight, seven. Um, Oliver steps it. He kind of like steps between Marissa and the doorway with like a glass of, I guess like apple juice or something because they're not drinking champagne. Uh, and it's so um, fun to say apple juice, apple juice. <laughs> so. He steps in. He's he's kind of like going to cheers. He's he, you know he's going to try to give her a kiss when when midnight hits, and then like we're counting down. It's like five, four, three. Ryan busts through the door, and then the slow mo, and then Marissa like looks up and sees him. Her reaction's so good. She like sees him. She's just like oh, Ryan, and uh, and then they she runs over to him. He runs over to her. And they kiss, and the stroke of midnight, and then like confetti's falling down, and it's slow motion. Where was that confetti coming from? That's because a great question. There was, was there it was just so much confetti suspended above the ceiling the whole time? It was in everyone's hair. Like <laughs> it's just it's gonna be nightmare. worse cleanup than the swingers party. <laughs> oh. Confetti uh, or cum fit? Cum fit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
So that, Either way, it gets in your hair. <laughs> and it, it's impossible to get out. Uh, we have the explicit uh, on these on these episodes, right? We got uh, the warning. We have to. <laughs> we haven't attempted to have a clean episode, and we nah. won't because the, the 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 OC needs to be unfiltered. <laughs> That's right. A uh, fucking truth. <laughs> So then we cut over to uh, the song's still going, by the way, and we cut over to Sandy and Kirsten's bedroom, and and sit, like like Kirsten's like getting ready for bed, and Sandy just like gets out his watch, and he's just like smiling at her. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get it all. Well, Kirsten, Kirsten like walks out in a in a very seductive nightgown, mm-hmm. probably not from Talbots. Oh hell uh, no. And uh, and yeah, Sandy's got the watch. And uh, yeah, they have. They you God know it's it. on. You know it's on. And then uh, and then we cut over to Seth's Don't room. Don't give up on me, baby. <laughs> oh, you know he's just like blasting. You know it's like whatever Seth hears that from his parents' room. He's just like, <laughs> oh man. I guess they're I guess they're having sex again. <laughs> Well, then we cut over to Seth's room, and he and Anna are making out on his bed, and we see on the TV it says, like, Happy New Year, and they're just kind of like, whatever, we're making out, this is great. The TV, which is never there in any yeah. other episode, it was just kind of, like, they awkwardly kind of- there so that they could, and I, I genuinely thought that they had put that there so that they would, like, be making out, and then they both stopped and looked over, and I thought it was going to be a shot of Carson Daly. Oh, was, that would have been perfect. It would have been so good. They probably but, tried no. to do that, but they just couldn't get the licensing or whatever to use his image. So they just have like a generic happy new year, like gif yeah. on the screen. Um, so everybody's, everybody's making out. Everybody's every, like, if, if this is any indicator of how the rest of the year is going to go, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of new babies in the next year because oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody's getting it out um so then we <laughs> cut back to the penthouse and summer's making out with alan remember him from earlier from from tulsa or whatever and she stops making out with him and she's like you're not seth cohen and he's like who's seth cohen and she's like shut up i'm not talking to you <laughs> like again <laughs> sad but also Great even, summer being yeah. Summer. Even when she's sad, she's still sassy as fuck. Yeah, love it. Um, so yeah, she's she's bummed. She she's just realizing that you know she loves Seth and he's the, he's the only the only boy for her. And then uh, we cut over to Ryan and Marissa finally coming up for air after making out for what I assume has been. <laughs> Several minutes. Ryan Ryan is like, when he's talking in this scene, he seems really out of breath. And I was like, damn, he's really making out. And then I remembered he also ran up like 30 flights of stairs. Yeah, he, he busted ass to get there. So, And he, did, he was like, hold on, babe, let me catch my breath and we can make out. He just went right in for the make out. And so, yeah, he's probably, probably way winded. Um, so it's he like comes running a 5k and then like making out for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, no, I need, I need to breathe. So he comes up for air and he drops. Uh, I love you. Boom. There it is. Full circle guys. 
That's and, what we. That's why we bookend it, baby. And then Marissa says, "Thank you, thank you." Callback, and that's what they call a callback in comedy, Ryan. Market, market. I love it. I thought that was the way Misha delivered that. Thank you, like all of it. Great, love it, love it, love it. It's in the movie. Um, and then we fade out <laughs> on the penthouse party. Bunch of kids dancing and making out. Go to credits. And that is episode 14, The Countdown. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Who do we have for the MVP of this one? I'm going to nominate Kirsten Cohen. Kirsten? Yeah. I think I... she had a very strong arc in this episode. I think that she pushed herself in ways she hasn't before. And I think that she, you know, she struggled with Haley and then she kind of like stood up to Haley at the end. Like it was a good, it was a good arc for her. I like Kirsten for it, but who you got? I love, I love that. I said Sandy cause he had my, my favorite lines. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> but, but I like, I like Kirsten better uh, for the reasons you give. Also, I wanted it to be Bob just so we could say, way to go, Bob. <laughs> Where to go, Bob? <laughs> I just love that because the vibe of like a swingers party. It's like, is this like, are we taking this like seriously? Are we just trying to be like as sexy as we can the whole time, or is this kind of like lighthearted? Like, I can't read the room, and then Sandy Cohen's just like, "Hey, Sandy Cohen." Happy to be swinging with you. <laughs> way to go, way to go, Bob. Way to you go, get Bob. To fuck, you you really... get to fuck the host of this party. Yeah, she really Pretty cool. She really picked your keys, huh? <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, so yeah, should we should we give it to Kirsten? Let's give it to Kirsten. Kiki. That's fucking back to back OC MVPs. Yeah, dude, Kirsten's Kirsten. crushing it, dude. She's she's fantastic. I was like, yeah, hundred percent into Kiki. I uh, think also like first time. I felt this way about this whole whole time that we've been rewatching it and and taking notes and talking about it. But when we first watched it, we were much closer in age to the high school kids. Yeah, and so that's kind of I think who we focused on we still love sandy and kirsten but i feel like now that we're like older i think we we are focusing more on on the adult stuff than the kid stuff yes definitely that's fucking kid stuff we're grown-ups i mean all the kid stuff is just like "Mm, mm, does this boy like me or like "Mm, oh i got a oh i got a math test tomorrow like (laughs) yeah i don't give a shit i guess they do get into a little like heavier they get into heavier shit yeah but i i do i i i do like i i feel that and i i think that that's rewatching it this time i'm noticing more of like because kirsten is and kelly rowan who, who plays her is really great and like really is amazing in all of her scenes but it's never like it's usually she's kind of like playing off of somebody else yeah. You know, it's like a Sandy and Kirsten scene or a Seth and Kirsten scene or a 
uh, or uh, Kirsten and Caleb or 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 Haley. Right, these big big like, personalities, and she's kind of the more grounded. She's kind of like the straight man in the in the duo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's yeah. yeah she's, she, but she still has like really. She has great chops, and she has. She still gets like really funny lines, like in this yeah. episode. My upside down couch. Like I love that. So good. Um, uh, congratulations, Kirsten. You. We're sending you a sweater from Talbots. Is Talbots still in business? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moms are still buying clothes. <laughs> You can say it's a gift if you don't like it. Please do. <laughs> well, that does it for episode 14. This may be our shortest one yet. I'm reading yeah. 140 minutes. Are, have we just gotten that good? We're that concise at it? Well, I know we definitely bullshitted. Yeah, uh, one second. I guess less than normal, but... Yeah, one second. Uh, I'm getting, somebody's knocking at my door. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're knocking at my door? Fuck. It's a ghost. It's Oliver. Don't answer it. Don't let him in. Um All right. So that's episode 14, shortest episode ever. We'll try to keep him around. I feel like this is like fine. We'll try to keep him around this uh length in the future, but um this was a fun one. I really loved this episode. Uh a lot of parties. Um, you know me, I'm a party guy. <laughs> he's the he's the Michelangelo of the group. <laughs> and uh tune in uh next time for episode fifteen. I don't even know what it is, but it's gonna be some more Oliver stuff. So you know we're gonna have a real love hate thing with that. But Is uh, it the Rooney is it the Rooney one? It's it's either the Rooney one or the, the golf one. Or is that the same one? No, the golf one's later. Okay, it's probably the Rooney one then. Which yeah. means we get a little more Luke. A little more Luke. It'll be our first musical, like, first time a band is on the like show. Like a big, yeah. Which is like, a thing that they, they re- do reoccurringly, mostly in the second season, but yeah. Love it. Can't wait. Um, if you'd like to uh, reach out to us, you can do so at Podcast at gmail.com. Jay and I are also in a band called Marcus. We have an album called Dog Boys in Z Town. If you want to look up that on like Apple Music or Spotify or whatever, it's fun and silly. And um, you got anything else? No, thank you guys so very much for listening. And uh, if this was your first time uh, tuning in, uh, you you picked a weird one to just start, but um, feel free to go back and listen to the other ones. But thank you for for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, if you want to leave us a review or subscribe or whatever, we, we would also very much appreciate that as well. Uh, we love you. We hope you're staying safe. And um, until next time, we will see you later. later. Five, Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Happy New Year! We 
This podcast is a Kitty Wing production.